tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink.
Help us out. Join the newsletter, dude. I must start putting out some newsletter. Somebody do something on the show. Anything else? <laughs> Anything idea. else? Uh, stay tuned after the show. We got clips, too, uh, from Broken Sim, uh, Conspiracy Social Club. Uh, and we, we don't, don't smoke, smoke the same. Yeah, yeah. Stay Can't tuned. wait to hear how the Mexicans break down historical events. <laughs> going to be great for you, me, and everybody. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode with my good friend, Zach Moore. We go deep, homeboy. Let's get into it. Very excited to have this uh, guest, and we actually have two guests. And we have uh, my good friend Mike Plaster. If you guys remember when we did, um, we did uh, uh, what was it? A spiritual talk for babies, and then a bunch of idiots on the internet had to ruin that. But uh, but I'm very excited that he's here, and also joining us, he's got a new book coming out. Uh, he did with my boy Eddie Bravo. It's called The Mastering the Metal. Please welcome to the show Zach Moore. How are you, Zach? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me out here. Zach, I'm very excited we could finally make this happen. You and I have been talking about this for a long time, so it's cool that you finally got the book done yeah. and that you we got you here on the show. So welcome, bro. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself your li- and where they can find you? Tenth uh, Planet Austin, Purple Belt, uh, under Curtis Hembroff, Gabe Tuttle, Ben Eddie, super deep coaching staff. We've got an MMA team, just one of Eddie's like shining schools, you know, one of our best schools. And uh, I'm there, I work there, I train there, I'm there all day. Um, so that's where you can find me, but also Zach Moore, 10 P on Instagram, Twitter, as we were saying, I got back on Twitter. You have not yet. No, you're, I, you're I too have, deep. I have my dude. It is, <laughs> I go, why is this happening? I mean, I know people who go super deep that got their back, <laughs> yeah. got their, got their tour back. I still have not gotten at, at Sam Tripoli back. How long you've, it was a long time ago though, right? It was a long time ago, but people are get. I mean, people are like, I, I, I got my, uh, my, my Twitter back. It's been three years. Okay, dude, that's crazy. Three, three years. years. I, I got, am so dangerous, dude. I got kicked off of Twitter for saying natural immunity was real back in, uh, in the summer of twenty twenty one. Think of that. I mean, yeah. think of what if you had to explain that to somebody ten years ago that you got kicked off dude. of social media for explaining natural immunity. You think that's bad? I got kicked off because I said politicians drink baby blood. I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's getting weird out there. That might be harder to explain. So, um, so, so, f- well, let's talk about your book real quick. You got a book with Eddie, and uh, it's mastering the metal and a story of James Watson and Eddie Bravo. And Eddie is just Eddie loves this guy. Yeah, and him. what what made you want to write this book? Uh, I mean, dream come true to write something with Eddie, right? But then also he said the book's not about me; it's about James. And when you get into it and you get to know James, and you know, I had a great conversation with him just last night. Like when you get to know him, it's he's a very special person. I think he's a very special person to Eddie too, as an example of someone who had, you know, he had cancer, he has a hole in his head now, he had a stroke, he had. Just a series of health issues. He's gone through it. Yeah, he's gone through it, and he come out. He has come out the other side with a positivity that just exudes out of him. So, you know, I've got stress going on in my life. Talking to him about it last night, um, and then just the way that the perspective he has, considering all he's been through, um, is just it just has that kind of impact on you. And you know, his favorite Bible verse is James one two, about struggle, about you know, struggle being, you know, the obstacles away kind of thing. Um, and, you know, he exemplifies it. No, that's that's really great. And, you know, I've been I've been blessed. Full disclosure, uh, Eddie would love to be here, but he, he had a, uh, another yeah. podcast already scheduled. I couldn't get out, so that's why he's not here right now. But I know he said he would love to have been here. But 
So I, I've seen Eddie with James, and like Eddie is such a, a like a bull in a china shop, and he's just such a. But when James is around, he's very gentle, yeah, and very loving and appreciative of him, and it's very cool to see that because yeah. this guy goes back with Eddie before the Eddie that we all know when he was Edgar. Yeah, when he was Edgar, dude, and he was death metal, bro. And it, and it's fun to hear Eddie talk about that. Even last night, the comedy store was watching Eddie, you know, connecting with the all Latino crowd and watching Eddie kind of learn to spread his wings in comedy. And, you know, we've been doing the conspiracy crowds and they love him. But to watch Eddie kind of get out of that, 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 that comfort zone and work with a demographic that I'm very sure that he wants to connect with, you know. Yeah. Because he wasn't your traditional California Mexican. Right. He right. went down like the heavy, he, like he didn't connect with them, had a crazy kind of childhood and connected with the death metal people. Yeah. And I always say this, like Mexicans are like, I love Mexicans. I love everything about Mexicans. They remind me of Italians. They very yeah. much Italian. It's that <laughs> Catholic thing. You know, we can get, we're going to get into the, you know, the, the flooding of illegals into America and how I think that has backfired on them because what, what's coming are, are uh, economic Marxists, which hate the government, yeah. and Catholics, who are, tend to be conservative. Yeah. So, like, Mexicans aren't down with any of this fucking, like, you know. Once you give them citizenship, that's it. It's, it's, yeah. That's pretty much, we're not fucking with that They're no all, more. like, dude, like, those Trump rallies were all Mexicans in fucking <laughs> F F-150s, bro, you know? So... Uh, I, I know he wants to, but he went he went down his own kind of road, and, and which makes Eddie so interesting. I mean, James came at a super important time in his life. You know, he was 16 years old. He had a, 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 a biological father and a stepfather that just, it, he was 0 for 2, you know. And uh, James is 8 years older, so he kind of carried him along and, and showed him the way in a lot of ways, too. And I think... I. When I listen to James like teach me stuff and the way that he's patient with, you know, the things that I'm sure he believes and then he kind of teaches me and carries me along, you see the same way in Eddie is that he's not gonna tell you what to do. He's gonna he's gonna exemplify it. He's gonna, you know, show you the way and hope you figure it out on yourself. You know, and, and James does too and then, you know, helps you along. Yeah, and it's it's just a, a, a you know, it's just a love story, bro. But it's not yeah. just uh, about metal and about eddie but it's also has a lot of uh dealing with what's going on in the world right now yeah. and you know eddie is a top four conspiracy theorist <laughs> in in on planet earth for sure i mean like there's there's alex jones who mm -hmm. probably is the top david ike is right there and then we're we're in a real debate I think it's Eddie Bravo. He's up there, man. 100% biggest flat earther. Yeah, yeah. I that, mean. That 100% he takes that. When, yeah. I, when, I, when people ask me, uh, who's Eddie Bravo? I'm like, flat earth guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, the crazy guy on Rogan. And yeah. that's Which the thing. Is, it, you know, that it's crazy that he can be so accomplished in jujitsu and he's flat earth guy. To, like, <laughs> he's so many different things. So many people. Well, he, he, it, it is crazy to be world class in so many things. That's what yeah. it is. I've yeah. always said yeah. that Eddie Bravo is the Jamie Foxx of Mexico. It's a renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, dude. Right? Like, dude, everything he does, he's really great at. He's great at music, too, man. He's, uh, dude, uh, he's like, he starts playing your songs like, holy shit. Yeah. This and is like so... You might want to drive I'm like, dude, he, this is and really And good. then he'll play it without telling him he's playing a song. He'll just like, can I get the ox? 
yeah and yeah, then he'll yeah. play around and be like what do you think about this he's like that's my shit yeah dude and it's great it's super impressive so to like have somebody who's that creative take you along on a project with him to uh to a get the okay from him to speak for him in in a book form something that's going to be around forever uh, i think we learned during covid like it's like hey they can get rid of anything on the internet but once you have something if you need to if you're going to burn my book you got to buy it first at yeah, least right for sure <laughs> right. Hey, that's all i was saying hey man you got to yeah. buy a book before you burn it good yeah. for the author yeah if you want to burn it if you, you want to burn it go buy yeah, it yeah 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 you want to like when people would buy tickets to like a show and then purposely not show up. I'm like, hey, dude, at least you bought the ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even give a shit. Um, but this isn't your first foray into uh, writing a book. Right. And I kind of met you when we started doing the tinfoil hats and we came to Austin and they put us in this giant theater on a Sunday night. Yeah. And we were opposite of the Mystery Science Theater 2000 guys. So everybody in Austin went to that. And we had 100 people in this giant theater. But it was still a ton of fun. But that's why I met you. Yeah. That's why I learned the power of, like, uh, Tenth Plant Austin. Yeah. And their incredible marketing scheme of just putting hot chicks, <laughs> doing jujitsu. And it works. Fucking it, work. works. it works. Everyone knows about it. Everybody wants Everyone to get into jujitsu. Yeah. Um, but you were you were struggling then because I don't think you were you had other occupations you were working on right yeah. at the time I was I was really looking to get into the NFL world I was really looking to uh, be an NFL agent or work for an NFL team and then uh, COVID hits I actually I actually self published my first book Caponomics Building Super Bowl Champions self published so I was like it was like the money ball for football. And then I had a second edition of that that was supposed to come out in November of 2020. But the riots hit and all the stuff that, you know, went on then. And if you said the wrong thing during that time, businesses were scared. So the company that I was supposed to put it out with just got rid of me because I was basically anti-burning down black neighborhoods, as I would like to put it. No, for right? sure. <laughs> right? Like, it was such a crazy time when you look back at it. So it was one of those times where it's like, if you don't want me, you don't want me. So that's fine. You know, you want to get rid of me, that's fine. Um, Take us through I'm that process along. of go uh, of getting to that point, though, because I know it was like, yeah, were they coming out and saying it? Or were they just alluding to that you're a little too what what they would deem right wing, and maybe you 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 are right wing? I, I don't know. I'm old school liberal. Yeah, libertarian yeah. liberal. When I hear you talk about it, that's that's where I'm at too. Yeah, yeah, like I don't give a shit what you do with consenting adults. I'm not going to micromanage your life. My whole theory is keep. Car cultural marxism out of my kids lives Dude. keep the government out of my life and keep a religious zealous out of my bedroom i don't want you telling me what to do who what i can any of that stuff like I, i'm not gonna try to push an idealistic world where i'm just gonna tr take the best i can yeah. which is like hey just don't fuck kids how about that one <laughs> whatever weird shit you want to do i'm not gonna micromanage that's yeah. between you and god Dude, my uh, my girls' kids go to Austin ISD, right? So I don't I don't have a choice. They're not my like we we gotta do it with we gotta co-parent, right? They'd be homeschooled if it, they were my kids, right? But they're at Austin ISD, and which has its benefits as well because they're going through it and seeing all that stuff in school and seeing bullshit and being it's it's our youngest twelve year old. 12th birth, birthday today, so happy birthday to Luca. Happy um, birthday, yeah, Luca. Yeah, a great kid, and uh, they have, like, gay pride week, like, two or three times a year, right? And so, in uh, the school? In the school, yeah, and they're like, they've been doing it since elementary school. They've been giving pronoun pins out since elementary school, so he comes home, and he's like, 
it's like uh, I got home super late from like we had MMA fights in San Antonio. And then he wakes me up the next morning at like 10 a.m. He's like, Zach, I was telling the kids at school, I was like testing them and I was going up to them and I was like, this is all propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I cannot wait. Dude, so he was like, uh, he's like, I did it to five friends and they were all like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what did you learn from that? Is that like if you're willing to say something that other people might not be comfortable saying, you might give them the courage to say it as well. Which is a super, super important lesson for him, but also funny, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And, like, you want to see what they really want to do? Go watch what's going on in Canada right now. Yeah. Today, basically, Trudeau was like, hey, man, if you protest trans at all, you're fined 25 grand. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. I understand it's not America, and I understand that we have the illusion of freedom of speech, which seems to be being eroded as, and we'll get into a lot of that as well. Yeah, the TikTok ban, uh, the TikTok uh, ban, but uh. Schellenberger was just great on Rogan illustrating through the Twitter files, man. And I sent that to Eddie, and he was like, "Fuck, this is every-. and it, it, a lot of that stuff's in the book." So part about writing this was knowing that it would take six to 12 months for every truth in that book to come out. So it hit right now. And I just hear all of the themes in the book being talked about right now, which is an awesome feeling to know that you got your finger on the pulse, which is easy when you've got a school with a thousand people in it and you're at the front desk constantly interacting with people and kind of getting an idea of what the public thinks about things. Like Mark Twain said, the journal, uh, the, the reporter, the reporter has a drink out with the public in the pub. The journalist has a drink behind closed door with the public official. Yeah. So I want to be that reporter. We want to be that reporter. We want to give a voice to the people that aren't allowed to say it, aren't allowed to say these things because there's a lot of people out there that are involved in the system that can't say the things that they want to say. But they're, like you saw with the podcast you were just talking about that you just did, is that those comments are getting more and more positive because the tide is shifting and because people are feeling more free to maybe say it as well. But also there's a lot of people that are silent out there that agree with us as well. We just got to give it a voice. Yeah, I I did uh, Colin Terrell's podcast, and I think he's one of the funniest young guys. But, of course, you know, and this happens all the time. You do a comics podcast, they do a quick edit, you know, a montage and trying to make me look crazy. (sighs) That's and even in the comments, like, dude, you're trying to make Tripoli look crazy. And I love Column, and, and that, but man, I couldn't believe how positive the whole thing. Because I used to go in like your mom's house, yeah, and it, I would feel so bad that I brought so much negativity in the comment section, yeah. yeah. Because when I go on somebody's podcast, they want to talk conspiracies with me, right? But I'm willing to talk about anything with them. But they want to talk conspiracies. I'm like, I'll talk it. But I can also talk about whatever you normally talk like about. Like on your mom's house, they really wanted you to look crazy. Yeah, they always... That, that episode was like, hey, can you come in well, here? No, yeah. Yeah. Well, but it, but it's when great, When I came though. in with a sombrero, that's fine. And by the way, I love the Segoras. They are... Oh, they're the best. They are the best. They, I, I, would, I would murder somebody for them. That's how much I love them. And uh, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not I'm mad at them at all. But, you know, it's just like... Because it's not just that one. Like, Legion of Skanks loves 
to bring me on and be like talk conspiracy. And then the room just gets quiet and I feel like a piece of shit because yeah. I can talk about whatever you guys want to talk yeah. about. I mean, you go to fight. Let's, can- let's talk racism. <laughs> let's talk black dicks. Let's whatever you want to talk about. I'll talk about. I have. I'm very diverse. I mean, you you on you on fight companion. Yeah, and they're just looking at you. Can you? Yeah, can you, can, can you go yeah. deep, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like I can talk about anything, but so, but the tide is turning, and, and people are waking up to it more and more. The question is, how deep does it go? Right, that's the question. So, what are some of the things that you saw in this book that you talked about that you think are kind of going on right now? Do you? It's it's from it's from you know I try to give a like, there's history is written by the victors right and i think that we are the victors we just have to we just have to convince enough people about it because they've got a our enemy has an entire system that's holding them up it's colleges it's uh it's the universities it's the school uh the k through 12 it's the media it's corporations you know the riots break out in may of 20 uh 2020 and um every you know cities are burning down and then next monday every corporation in america is like we stand with blm as like chaos is yeah, going on right yeah yeah right yeah. so the whole point of the system is to convince you that they have the numbers right like yes. we all know joe biden didn't get x number of votes right yeah oh do we i mean i fight with people all the time right. I'm like dude this has never shown up anywhere this is never show those numbers that 81% doesn't hasn't shown up anywhere Ever at any point. Yeah. He was at one point the sixth ranked yeah. Democrat in the Democratic yeah. caucus, a uh, primary, excuse me. Yeah. The Democratic primary. All the other guys had to step down. Yeah, for him to win. You can almost forget about that part about gratitude. What a weak candidate he was, and what a strong candidate Trump was before all this stuff happened, right? Campbell Toe Harris was the first one to bow out because she bottomed out so badly after Tulsi Gabbard, and we could have a discussion about her, but Tulsi Gabbard snatched her skull, her her soul. Yeah. And she bowed out first because she she was polling so poorly. Yeah. You're telling me these two got more numbers than Chocolate Jesus? Get out of (laughs) here. Dude, Chocolate Jesus. Wow, that's a good one. I mean, Obama's a great, that was the beginning of all this division, but it was so, it was so sneakily done. Like it was the beginning. I'm gonna tell you, brother. That that started, that started with 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 George Bush Senior. Yes. Forcing his way into becoming Ronald Reagan's. Yes. Uh, vice president because Ronald Reagan was used because he was secretly a retard. <laughs> and he was a good face. But he, he was, was a, a great speaker. Yeah. Like yeah, when yeah, you yeah. watch Ronald Reagan's speeches. I mean, after the last, like, Obama's a great speaker. I mean, oh, he's, he's a, a great yeah, he's, speaker. He's a can, his cadence, it was like, you know. He, he mesmerized a, you. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I mean, you couldn't be more of a fraud than Obama. Everything about him yeah. wasn't real. There was nothing real about him. What I mean name. by, sorry, what I mean by the division is, like, that was the beginning of, like, just calling people names if they disagreed with you in a really big way, I feel like. I mean, like, the, 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 the people... And, and, and make no doubts about, it. like, we are so much more savvy, I feel like, if you're into this stuff, than we were ever before. Like, I like today, we, uh, if you've listened to the show long enough, you would realize that, that John McCain, who ran against Obama, did not hate him. Nope. Because they had all been working together 
to assassinate Muammar Gaddafi, yep. form, fund, arm, and train ISIS. They were all working there, but they so so George Bush Jr. and Dick Cheney makes everybody hate old white guys. Yeah. So yeah. who do you have? And Republicans. Charismatic black guy yeah. comes up. Charismatic, and who do you run him against? Fucking weird armed old dude, chicken wing, right? <laughs> chicken wing, jo uh, John Bob McCain. Dole. Oh yeah, 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 he's him too. Yeah, they did the same thing with Dole though. It's it's it's. When they wanted With to Clinton, get, yeah. when they really want to get somebody in, they put the other party puts the worst person possible. Yeah. And you could not get a John McCain in after we hated uh, no. Dick Cheney. No, it was, was it was done on crippled, purpose yeah. to sabotage him, and because because Obama is a Bush. Yeah, yeah, and that's an important thing is that for my from 1980 through 2016, it was basically Bushes and Clintons. Running and like we pretend we have like a, a, a free and open thing, and then yeah. Trump wins, and every single political, every single presidential candidate of my lifetime hated him. And I'm like, oh, if you all hate him, then you all must be on the same team. Like it's pretty yeah. becomes pretty obvious. That was the big tipping point for me. Right, about Trump. I think, and that's a very important take is that it's a different team. Now, I don't, I. I'm very, very. I don't. Me and Eddie aren't necessarily in line on this. That Trump is the savior. I just think he's a different crime family. I like that take too. You yeah. know yeah. that he just is like I don't. I, I sit there and think anybody, anyone's gonna save anything. Do I think he gives us our best chance? One hundred percent. Yeah. And that's why. Well, best chance versus what though? What do you mean? Like of the realistic candidates? Is that what you're saying to, well, to well, be president? I, I think there's a part of Trump that is a nationalist. Yeah. That wants uh, America to do well. Versus, That's my opinion. Versus an entirely global like perspective. Uh, which, which, I mean, uh, if we're, if we're going to sit there and go is is Joe Biden take did he take huge amounts of money from the Chinese? Dude. That's the kind of stuff Obviously. that's in, yeah. Right? So like why would he be fighting the Chinese right now? Like is he I, and let's be honest President President Joe Biden, that position most likely is a figurehead for the most part, for right? Sure. Right? It could, but, has never been more apparent. But Senator Joe Biden and Vice President Joe Biden, like that, those guys did damage. I'm not saying. Oh, when though. he was a senator, I mean, he was. I I went to, I went to the Senate in like the late '90s and. I remember just walking away so impressed with I was like that guy that guy's running shit down here. Like he was really competent. He was aggressive, you know, super masculine, like just kicked ass. And he's I mean, he's a shell of himself. He's weakened at Bernie's now. Do, like, do, you, think, do, do you think he knows? No. That he's just a, or do you think in his head he's still running shit? No. Oh, I don't know. I, no, he might know. I, I think he knows that he's yeah. just there. He's just to, there he's to look just pretty. A, yeah, not even pretty, uh, but just stand uh, there. He's just <laughs> yeah, look pretty. His face is falling off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and it's like if you don't think they've they have multiple Joe Bidens, I'm sorry, dude. I mean, like I know this gets in the crazy town, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. those masks. Look at the uh, earlobes. Yeah, one hundred percent. The earlobe pictures—they don't look the same. So I want to go back. I want you to talk a little bit more. I don't want to talk the whole time. I just—I'm <laughs> super jacked. Um, but you were talking about corporations and getting. Yeah. Uh, behind BLM instantly. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And that's why, you know. The shooting that just happened, the White House comes out and Joe Biden laughs 
when he comes out to talk about it and talks about ice cream when he's talking about dead kids. But every other time a school shooting happens is like the most somber thing ever. And then it's immediately like, it's trans visibility. We, we stand with the trans community. They, they're telling you. They're kind of egging people on. They're, they're egging mentally, un, like let's be honest and, and empathetic to it, but they're, they're egging uh, mentally unstable people on. You will be a martyr for this cause, right? And so in that book, we, you, you brought up like, what, is the, what are these main narratives? You know, in the, in the parts of the book that are in my voice, James, we use James' voice to go back and talk about the Eddie Bravo origin story. My voice is set in January, 2022, looking around at LA, which was a much different LA than it is right now. 90% mask compliance outside. Uh, it's just a whole different environment. But through that, I also talk about who Eddie is now, who he became as a jiu-jitsu guy and a martial artist, and then really just weaving that conspiracy stuff in there with the smoke sessions and the jam sessions after practice, talking about those moments, talking about COVID, and then just that grand conspiracy, which is the military-industrial complex, the CIA, and the way that moder the modern American system has been run ever since Dwight D. Eisenhower made that speech, leaving off office, warning us about the military-industrial complex that had grown to 3 million jobs after World War II, right? After World War II, there's 3 million jobs. There's no way to get rid of those jobs in a politically viable solution because 3 million people then don't have work. So then we just kept looking for wars to fight. And then those wars to fight basically became CIA drug-running operations. The CIA kills JFK. The CIA gets Nixon out of office, which we now know. These are things that we're, like, just finding out. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nixon had to be... Like, I mean, the way they branded him. You never want to be Nixon. Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, Nixon's the worst. You're like, okay. I mean, again, there's no Boy Scouts in the presidency. Not I mean, ever. if you're looking for a pure angel, you're never no. going to be happy. But, I mean. It, well, it, that's why arresting him is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, you're telling me he's my friend. If you arrest Trump, you're kind of you're. Well, that's me. that's yeah. honestly. Don't you all think it's a terrible mistake by the Democrats doing yeah. this? Like, it's it's. But the gonna, question becomes: the question are they becomes, that dumb? Can they be that dumb? Yeah, or is this part of a charade? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's the next level to it, right? Is right? it full WWE? Well, well, it's not necessarily that they're trying to empower him to to become president. Are do they want? Domestic terrorism. That's what they want. Yeah. Everything they're doing goes, hey, if I go, look at everything through the lens of them wanting domestic terrorism. Yeah. Now look at everything that's happened. Does that seem like it would invoke people to lose their mind and start rioting? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay. Do you think that Bud Light commercial shit is 100%. that just trying to piss people off? Like, yeah. trans don't drink beer, let alone Bud Light. Like, well, who this, is that for? I did this joke on Conspiracy Social Club, and Brian just stared at me. I go, the only way Bud Light makes makes Dylan, and, and, and I met Dylan before, when she, before she transitioned. And if you met her, a hand of God, you would be like, oh, that's a, a chick in a dude's body. I, I There is... No, I've, there's nothing about that outside her, her anatomy that you that was a guy that was it, a guy. It sucks that they're using this person then. No, yeah, yeah. yeah but you go to I mean, here's the whole thing. I, I you just gotta kind of go. You gotta ask yourself questions that relieve your anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to go. Was she supposed to turn down that money? No, nobody would do it. No. So I I tell people don't get. It's not them. It's not them. 
It's these corporations. Bud Light is trying to get a high ESG score. Yep. They don't care about whether you buy. Yeah. They care about BlackRock doing business with them. Yes. That's all they care about. Yes. And yes. Dylan is just cashing checks the whole way. Is it right? No. Is she doing damage to her own community? 100%. But if she did it, any, any of them would anyways. There's not a trans that wouldn't take Bud Light. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. And there's not one. They would all be, fuck no. yeah, I'm with it. It's yeah. what, Give me that money. It's what I say about Brandon Schaub's Showtime special. He was two years in. Yeah. He's my friend. I think I'm on the record. Cut this up. Put it wherever you want. I think Brandon Schaub's super funny. I love hanging out with him. I was hanging out with him the other day. Callan, Chris Leo walked in. And, dude, it was the funniest shit I've ever watched in my life yeah. to the point I got depressed when I left. His podcast, he's <laughs> always been, like, in terms of, like, podcast funny, he's always been about as funny as it gets. So you're two years in, and Showtime goes, you want to do a special? There's not a comic yep. two years into comedy that would take that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready, really. No, I'd dude, love uh, to. Come back uh, in like two, uh, three keep years. Keep the bag. Maybe. Keep so, the bag. Yeah, I don't want the bag. Yeah. Keep the $300,000 that they probably give you to shoot a special. Keep it. Keep it. I'm going to go do this open mic at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> I need to work on my chops. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. So we, when we get, uh, and listen, dude, what, am I saying that what Dylan is right? No. I'm just saying... She got offered, I, I, I wouldn't doubt, at least a mil to do that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that doesn't happen unless Bud Light approaches them. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Mood, okay? Mood puts an end to the guessing game. It's a 100% federal legal Delta A and Delta 9 THC you can have shipped straight to you. No doctors, no waiting, just affordable, legal THC for a limited time. Mood is giving our listeners, so here's what's happening, okay? For a limited time, Mood is giving our listeners free Delta 9 gummies and 20% off your first order. Visit hellomood.com and use the promo code TIN. Foil. Those Delta 9 gummies are fire. They sent me a little bit of that. I also went on the website, got the caviar pre-rolls, got the THC moon rocks, took them over there to the B-roll studio. They had no idea what fucking hit them. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, they were like, where'd you get this? I was fire. like, don't worry about it. Use fire. promo code. <laughs> Tin foil. foil. Mood offers federally legal forms of THC extracted from hemp plants. The experts at Mood have tested and tailored different strains for specific needs. If you want energy, uh, they've got that. Creativity, focus, other moods such as euphoric, erotic, sleepy, chill, social, and body soother. They've got all of that and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. They've also got great tasting gummies, classic flour, convenient pre-rolls, and so much more. All right, so if, here's what we want you to do. If you're ready for a good time without the guesswork, order your THC products from Mood today. And for 20% off your first order of free gummies, go to hellomood.com and use the promo code TINFOIL. That's H-E-L-L-O. M-O-O-D.com, promo code TIMFOIL for 20% off your, f your order and free gummies. This is a super important point you made about dividing people up is that I, ha I carry a couple books around sometimes. Like I always have a book in my backpack. And one I've had lately is a speech by a slave owner from 1712 named Willie Lynch. 
and it's about how to control your slaves. Do you slaves. think that lynching is named after Willie Lynch? Probably. Maybe. I mean, that's on brand. That's on brand right there. But he, so, so he, 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 he walks in, right? He's walking. He's like, I smelled someone hanging back there, right? What? Or oh yeah, then that's definitely where the lynching yeah, comes from. Probably, you can right? smell it, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's got a nose on him, fucking <laughs> Willie Lynch, dude. <laughs> smells. But so be a hanging. <laughs> he's he's mentioned though, like you want you need to control your slaves. You can't kill them. You can't like you don't want your stuff to be out, your crops to be out in the field too long. You don't want it's an economic. He makes an economic argument for controlling your slaves, right? And what does he say? Is you divide all of them up. And you make them distrust each other. You divide them based on their skin color, their age, their role, their every single thing you can divide them up by. You divide them all up. You get them arguing with each other. And then they'll never come together to take you out. Yep. And so that's what that system that we talk yep. about above us, the system that governs all of this. And that uh, is alive today. And you know where, they, where we saw it happen? And they got busted in real time doing that? Amazon. Amazon emails were leaked. Of them talking about they wanted to create diversity issues in the workplace because everyone at Amazon wanted to unionize. Yeah. Yeah. So and they were going to get them fighting over ages and all that stuff. That's exactly what happened. You're going to love because all this kind of that kind of stuff that's in it is that it's about saying it, it doesn't matter that your product kills people. You tweet it. You hashtag BLM. Wow, wow. Right. Like it's, it's always about dividing you so that you just never get to collective bargaining. You never realize that, oh, they just fired a bunch of old white guys because they were old and white and no one's going to complain about it. But you're next. They run out of old white guys to fire. You know, Facebook's getting rid of 10,000 people. You know, it's, it's like everyone's on the chopping block. But they've, they've done this kind of, you know, cutting costs, you know, uh, getting around. The, like, uh, you know, that's what illegal immigration's about, you know, cutting costs. And that's what globalism's about, going to China for your stuff. It's like you're never doing the right thing. But you're always telling us in public you're doing the right thing. Yeah, and it's also about taking people who have a lot of time on their hands. And driving them nuts. And driving them nuts, like rich kids. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, I, more and more I do this, the more and more I think we have, we have a drive in us for a couple things. To eat, to air, breathe air, mm -hmm. drink, eat, okay? And then I, sex. And then I think there's one that nobody talks about, and that is this desire to feel fight or flight. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay? Good point. And it's like hardwired into us. And if and when you're born into the great, the most pristine Prosperous. hospitals behind gated communities and all that stuff, everything's set. You, yeah. are, you go out seeking other people's problems maslow's hierarchy of needs now you've got everything solved now you need the purpose and yep. people have found purpose in the wrong things purpose in things that are never tangible you yeah. are always going to fight a shadow in a cave there's at no point that shadow won't be there yeah. global warming yep. okay uh, uh racism there's never gonna once we had a president that was black we should be like oh we're that nope made it worse right yeah uh, equality, the numbers, gun violence, they lie with no, they lie. People you love lie about the numbers. Yeah. John Stewart, who we all looked at as this beacon of truth when, when, when the, the, the right versus left was set 
and we thought the right was like for the banks and the corporations, and the left was just fight for the little people. They're gonna fight for these disenfranchised people. And like it was really easy to do comedy when that was fucking set. And then Hillary came like the selfish bitch she is, and she fucking threw took just it's like Dane Cook's joke about a monopoly game when you're losing, you're just like, fuck this game, and you just like flip the game up. That's what she did to the to the two party paradigm. Yeah, such a horrible person. You can't pretend that she like cares about you. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's a horrible yeah, person. She really I, I, is. I, again, we talk about it all the time on this show. The, the illusion of two parties should have been quashed when we found out that like like they were running cocaine through yeah. Arkansas when yeah. George Bush's CIA was running cocaine through uh, Bill, Bill Clinton's, Clinton's Arkansas. Yeah. And then Joe Biden comes in and he writes a crime bill to deal with all the problems that those other two guys created, 100. which just locks up black men, which is the other thing Willie Lynch says, is that you have to demoralize black men so that the black women, you just upend the family structure and you just ruin generation after generation. You set them into uh, this cycle. And I, you know, the thing is, is that what they've done to like black people, they're just trying to do to everybody now. Oh, dude, they started it with, and it was started with the natives. Yes. On reservations. You talk to any indigenous yes. woman, she'll tell you they they killed all the fucking uh, wildlife so the men had nothing to hunt. They they uh, gave they, them money. They they no, they gave them they drugs. Yeah. They gave them alcohol. Yep. They saturated it with them. Women still had their jobs of being mothers, so they still had jobs and men were lost. And then you saw that happen 100% with the black community. And then you talk to people who hate Trump, and, and I go, what about this crime bill? And I talk to somebody, he's like, well, everybody wanted that crime bill. Doesn't matter, because they got lied to. Yeah. They got lied to want that, what this is. In this there case. was no internet. It was 1994. Right. So what they didn't know at that point was that the crack was coming in through the people who were making the bill. Yeah. It's a crazy story. That was the first Joe Rogan episode I ever listened to, him and Freeway Rick Ross back in 2012. Right. And I had no oh, idea... I had no idea that was the source of the entire crack epidemic. And then we see that story replayed. And that's what I mean when I say they did it to black people first and they did it to everybody else. Is the 2000s were the opiate epidemic. So in 1995, an, a woman named Janet Woodcock gives a great name because she fucked everybody. You have the best names. Yeah, Janet Woodcock, 1995, gives Purdue Pharma uh, a label that says this is not yep. addictive. And today, she's like the deputy commissioner of the FDA. So she fucked up so royally that she created an epidemic. Did she fuck up? She fucked up morally. She did exactly what her job yeah, was yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's why she's... And that's what we see over and over and over, is that this system promotes people who f fuck up, quote unquote. We would think it's a fuck up. To them, it was like, this is great. I mean, the year before 9-11 happened... The Taliban comes in and cuts hero, uh, poppy production in Afghanistan. Then 9-11 happens. And then we go to Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. And now it produces 95% of the world's opium. Yeah, but you know that it happened in... The, the whole point of Vietnam was the... Drug running. Yeah, was the, uh, was the Golden Triangle. Yeah. And then they made us... They sold us. I mean, just think about how powerful a corporation is that they are willing to kill an entire generation of people. Yes. To get the opium, to create their drugs, to get everybody hooked on everything. Yes.
Yes. And it's just insanity to me. There's so much that the system sells us that destroys us. Yes. It's just, it's trying to destroy you, which is what the interesting part about having James involved in this project too, is you bring in a religious aspect, you bring in the story of Jesus Christ, and you bring in the thing that we're all seeking. We're all seeking the truth. We're all seeking a better way of doing things. We're all seeking just to not do things that get in the way of us moving forward towards what we're trying to move forward towards, which is whatever that version of enlightenment for us is, right? You're a big philosophy guy. I mean, you're, that's what we're all seeking out, you know, and, and the system's trying to rob you of that. And there's a great angle to it with music, what was produced with the music and the corporations that took over the music and what's in the music and the way that the ancient Greeks knew that music was such a vehicle to either nourish your soul or corrupt your soul. Yeah, sound is definitely... Before we get into that, I want to uh, go back to what you were talking about, corporations, because I think it's important yeah. to really understand that none of this is real. Mm -hmm. None of this yeah. is real. When 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 CMT, this, the Country Music Awards, have a, a giant drag queen show in the middle of it, that is done on purpose. That is to demoralize... Yes. yes. The conservative, which tends to be country music. Yes. That's the same reason why they shot up the Vegas shooting and the concert. Yes. That, that was picked specifically because that was a country music concert. Who is the most Second Amendment out there? Country music people. And they that everything is done for incredible impact. Yeah. So do you think that Little Nas X was in that country song on purpose? Remember that country all song that, that, that all, played back and then well, all of a sudden on, he's on, a big trans person? There's a difference between what they're trying to do and what people think, right? So so I, I don't... I, listen. Lil Nas X is to corrupt the kids. Yeah, but, but it's also that, like, if you watch that drag queen show, there's a giant applause after that. And, it, and I don't take that as a negative thing. I take that as that, that crowd is very open-minded. And like I think most people have no problems with drag shows. I think their problem is when you bring kids there. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What they're trying to do with that and what, what that crowd received as could be two totally different things, right? Because yeah. that is about no matter where you are, we have reach. Yeah. We're but, coming for you. Wherever you are, we're coming. We're but com when we're not you do stop. the like the most the most I think liberal places are red states. Yeah. They'll laugh at, like, if you get up there and you get super racist or super homophobic, like, they'll get quiet on you. But if you bring up a funny observation about any demographic, they'll laugh at it because they're open-minded to it. And they'll be like, if you're going to make fun of white people, you can make fun. And this is my whole bit about everybody's retarded. Yeah. Right? Like, blacks are retarded, Jews are retarded, <laughs> gays are retarded. And then, and, you know. And he, he keeps going for a cool minute. Yeah. And it's just like, everybody's retarded. Everybody. And, and like, at the end, everyone is laughing their ass off because they know it's true. Uh, and that's what I think red states are. I, I, I know Arizona's like uh, kind of purple. Who knows? No, no, no. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I do shows there. Steak. You go yeah. there, it's like it's red as fuck. Everybody, they got their guns on their hip. They yeah. don't have it in, in, under a shirt. They, yeah, got, they got it on their fucking Do you feel like that about Nevada too? I feel like. Because they say it's purple. I'm like, dude, this is pretty red. Like it's. Well, it's, here's the whole thing. It's purple like, one day every four years. Nevada's got a workers union now that kicks the shit out of every. Well, I mean, whips well, people up to vote and stuff, those well, workers unions. There's so much like, quote unquote, sin 
in Sin City, right? Like the yeah. sin. And sure. those people who participate in that tend to be more yeah. progressive, right? So, 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 it so it's business. a little bit of everything, right? True. So it's probably purple. I would say, I would say Arizona, uh, you know, obviously in Tucson and parts of Phoenix are, are blue. But I would tell you the rest of the state is rare meat red. I will say in 2012, <laughs> I phone banked in Nevada and called Arizona too. And that we got for Ron Paul. And uh, there's a lot of blue in Arizona. That's, we got what, a lot that's of, what I mean, like in the bigger back, cities, yeah. but the small. Like yeah, tell, every city. There's no major city in the entire country that's not blue. But not that, one. That, I think that's done. Um, I think that's part of the PSYOP. <laughs> What do you I mean, mean if you if you own the city everybody. and once once you win and you install Democrats everywhere, you can you can rig every vote for the rest of the time. Well, that's what they say is Canada's <laughs> thing. Like the, the the county that Toronto's in is like the blue county of Canada. Yeah, and that's why it win, he wins every election, Justin Trudeau, because he wins that one county. It's Dude, more people than anywhere else. He's dark. He's uh, dark. Yeah, literally, this blackface. He, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He got away with it. It's it. The amount of times that like people with certain politics get away with certain. I mean, Trump getting arrested is perfect example. No one on Epstein's client list has gotten arrested, but Donald Trump's arrested for paying off some you know porn star, uh, an NDA, which Pay he didn't even do, which, which Michael Cohen did. And like the funniest thing is like Michael Cohen, who like literally went to jail. Has a show on Sirius Radio, of course. Called after his podcast, so and they're good. promoting the fuck out of it, of right? Of course. And you're like, why? And you're like, oh, because you what turned on Trump. They're rewarding you yeah. for that. This is your payment. We're gonna pay you an insane amount of money. Nobody really knows what your numbers are. I think the important thing when you bring up BlackRock and you bring bring up these big corporations is that you need to consider if you had a billion dollars. You essentially have an infinite supply of money. You now don't care how much money you have. What you care is how much influence you have. And Glenn Greenwald did a good thing about, I think it was about The Intercept, which he founded. But he's just talking about the economics of it. He's like, there's no way that this thing is making money at this point because it's the same gobbledygook that everyone else is selling. And it's getting 10,000 views on this thing that they spent a ton of money on. right? Like, So it's, it's not about making more money. It's about investing like Bill Gates, I'm going to leave my money behind to change the world. Change the world in your image. Yeah, for sure. You're right. a Molochian motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So if you get into Trump, again, we, you know, if we actually take a look at the things that Trump did, that you can go, wow, that doesn't sound very positive, right? And the, he installed BlackRock as the, the company that runs the Federal Reserve. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he's taking the Fed back from the Rothschilds. You're like, no, dude, he just installed another Rothschild entity because Vanguard owns a giant chunk of BlackRock. Yes. But you don't know who owns Vanguard because they won't tell you because that company is allowed to operate in a way that nobody else is, which is they don't tell you their biggest their <sighs> biggest shareholders, which are all the lizard people. Yeah. The, the Royals, the Rothschilds, the Rockefeller, all that. That's how they do it and so now you got now you got the company right that everyone's trying to kiss their ass to work with running the federal reserve which bails everybody out so what happens whenever so we got this run where everyone's losing money disney all these people losing money right they're losing money so what happens ah silicon bank we got a default. It's got a default. And then that gets the bank run going, which makes the Federal Reserve do another giant bailout 
and clean up all the debt from all of this woke bullshit that's crashing and burning. Yeah, and there's two things from that. The first is uh, uh, the, the those banks getting bailed out is a signal to the to all the citizens get your money in the banks that are more likely to get bailed out so they're picking the winners right yes and the other super important thing do you, though, do you know why they're picking why they're getting rid of the other of the small banks probably so we eventually get to some kind of central it's bank easier it's easier yeah, to, it's, it's easier, easier to, to start a, a, a crypto if you only got chase bank of america and 100%. Fargo. Yeah. you got these little banks you got to fucking somehow get them 100%. get rid of them Bye. get rid of them right so uh this senator from oklahoma is talking to janet yellen and she's like well we aren't telling people to put their money in there he's like but you are guaranteeing that these banks will like survive no matter what stupid shit they do but the second important thing you just brought up is just the fact that people know who BlackRock and Vanguard are, right? At the beginning of the pandemic, Trump said invisible enemy a bunch of times. We're seeing who that invisible enemy is. And that's at, once we at least know who the enemy is, we can start to strategize ways to beat. Defeat None of that this enemy. is real. That's the biggest thing I want people to get from this. None of this is real. None of it. Okay. It, it, you don't need the government and you don't need the corporations to enact laws if something is happening naturally. The fact that they're in, coming up with all these ridiculous bullshit laws, like Toronto, like Canada saying if you protest trans, you're going to get fined 25 grand, means it's not working and they're forcing something unnatural to happen. Which exposes it. Right. And it's like they just look dumber and dumber. So even if you're the most liberal person in the world, you got to be like, hold on, I can't, or progressive, I can't protest this or else you're going to find me 25 grand, which to most people is cr life crippling money. Crippling. It's right? An, it's an impossible thing to recover for 99% for, for of 25 people. 25 grand is life crippling well, money to a like lot of people. It's like the thing that you told me where if you if they ban TikTok and you somehow get on TikTok, you're pretty much fucked. Well, yeah, but, but they, dude, we'll get into that. Again, corporations, how they operate, right? We're being told that this one's bad, whereas they're all bad. They're all bad. Yeah. And, but it's like, oh, the Chinese, the Chinese got, dude, they got, they're, they're spying on you, the Chinese. Okay, let's just say that's true, which it is. How many people, I, in this room, there, there are five guys in this room. How many of you have been to China? <laughs> Two of you. Two. The, the majority hasn't. Now, if we expanded that out from a guy who, uh, a comic and a guy who films stuff and does jujitsu everywhere, and then we went to the regular people and asked, how many you've been to China? The, it's probably less than 10%, probably down to 4 yeah. 2 3%, yeah. right? So the, the Chinese government's spying on you, and I'm not saying it's right, but what kind of threat is that to you versus your own government spying on you? Yeah. The Twitter files, right there. Which is Instagram, which is, which is Twitter, which is Facebook, which is Google. And whatever they got, they already got. Yeah, it's not even. It, how can you call it? It's hard to call it spying when you're just giving up all this information yeah, too. freely. I mean, if, yeah. you're, uh, if you're doing anything on your phone, you have to assume that they, they know about it. They know. And that's yeah. why I'm very honest about what a fucking piece of shit I am. Right? You're not going to find anything out about me yeah, and my phone. I've already talked about it. 
Mr. Triple, we yeah. know about the time when you were young where you uh, you fucked your sofa. Yeah. yeah, they slide some photos under your door. Yeah. Sam doesn't yeah. care. Sam leaves comments in the poor home section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's got an account. Right? So I'm not saying that's okay or any of it's okay, but just know the only reason they told you about that is because, one, they don't get the data, yeah. and, two, they want to use it as the Trojan horse. Yes. And they're pissed that they can't do it in China because China will not allow Instagram over there. No, it's crazy, Not American right? Instagram. They're like, forget the fuck out of here. You're not stealing our data. Yeah, but it, this is this is, this is is cause a problem. You know what this is the equivalent of? And and this shows you how un, uh, uncreative and how not creative they are. This is the exact same thing they did with COVID. Do you guys remember the videos of the Chinese people falling down? We didn't see that till when? Vaccines, right? Vaccines yeah. was the first time we saw people falling. But that's what they use to get the ball rolling to get you to fear. So then you're like running around, please jab me. I don't want to, you know? So that's what they did with TikTok. They set it up that the Chinese government is spying on you. Well, there was a, there was, there, remember when we all, everybody wanted the shot because it was only for old people? Yeah. You remember people were like, oh, dude, oh, man, I wish I was fucking 65. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I wish I was close to death. Right. And I right. could be even closer, but this chap. <laughs> hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Miracle Made. That's right. Whether you want to get more fit, be a better parent, or get more done at work, there is one thing that will help, and that's better sleep. All right. With Miracle Made sheets, you can tap into the power of self cooling. Temperature regulation, which has been shown to improve deep sleep quality by over 20%. Using silver-infused fabrics, Miracle-Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get a better night's sleep every night. They're self-cleaning. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. That means no more gross odor, Sam. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than the bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. They're also better for your skin, so... Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets mean less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. So here's what we want you to do. Go to trymiracle.com slash timfoil. All right. That's T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com forward slash tinfoil to try miracle made sheets today and with mother's day and father's day right around the corner this is the perfect way to give someone you love the gift of better more luxurious sleep save over 40 percent and be sure to use the promo code tinfoil at checkout to save even more and get three free towels miracle so confident in their product is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee so if you aren't 100 satisfied you'll get a full refund okay upgrade your sleep at miracle made go to trymiracle.com slash timfall and use the code timfall to claim your free three piece towel set and save over 40 percent again that's trymiracle.com slash tinfoil to treat yourself thank you miracle made for sponsoring this episode uh, again it goes back to everything they're doing is set up domestic terrorism and this bill is going to allow them 
to basically turn us into Russia. And someone put the funniest thing. Uh, I saw a meme that somebody put there, like, the United, spent, the United States spent 50 years fighting the USSR just to become a gayer version of it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, uh, the interesting thing when you pull back on COVID and all the corporation stuff is what you just brought up is corporations need to always grow. So where's the biggest potential for growth for them? The biggest potential growth for them is China. And the best example of that is the NBA. Mm -hmm. The NBA in uh, 2019, Daryl Morey stands with Hong Kong. LeBron James, who has an opinion on fucking everything. He can't shut his fucking mouth about anything. And he knows nothing about nothing if those are his real opinions. Or he's just... Lying on purpose. I fully believe he's an idiot. I, I, I totally well, do. I, dude, he's been told he's the assume, best since he was 14. So dude, it, we be. always assume that because you're insanely great at something, all-time great at something, that you're all-time great at everything. It's why basketball players become rappers and fail miserably. Yeah. You're lucky That's to be... That's why Eddie Bravo is so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it really yeah, is. That's why is. people like Eddie Bravo, Jamie Foxx, who are world-class at so many disciplines... That you're just like, holy shit, you know, yeah. like, uh, we're, I'm lucky to be okay at one thing. Eddie's superpower is pattern recognition. That might be the biggest thing I learned from the book in terms of what makes him special through that process is pattern recognition. His ability, he started producing music when he was 13. He produced complex music when he was 18 with James. Super complex music. So he's able to recognize where things are supposed to fit in. He's able to recognize where things are supposed to fit in jujitsu for the end goal objective, which is finishing somebody, submitting somebody, right? And so we get LeBron, and LeBron's been told he's the best thing on earth since he was 14, which is a difficult thing to do. I mean, God, imagine our egos with that kind of thing going on. 100%. So sympathy to that, empathy to that. But, man, I mean, he'll say whatever he needs to say to keep having little kids make his shoes. He's the biggest benefactor of slavery in the world today. He has a billion-dollar contract with Nike. There may be no bigger benefactor of slavery in the world today. 100%. But here he is, Black Lives Matter, trying to... I mean, remember the, the Ahmaud Arbery shooting in Georgia? He tweets out, this is like May, early May, right? This was like the first attempt to get people out in the street, right? And then George Floyd was just the, the thing that just got was set off. Was that the one with the guy going in the houses? Was yeah, he was that? going in the houses and he said he was out jogging or something yeah, like that. Yeah, in, and then in he got, Timberland? Yeah, yeah, that kind You're of thing. You're jogging in work boots. Yeah, exactly. Was, was that what it was like? Uh, the two guys, the two guys that shot him, like yeah, kind of like now a, they're in jail. Yeah, so, yeah. We, like we, a citizens we, arrest type of shit. They were trying yeah, to commit a citizens yeah, arrest, and like, yeah. nope. Nate had issues with them, but you know those those. I, I want you to finish your point, then I want to go back to why. And I've talked about this, but why they use those videos? Go on. Yeah, but uh, you know he's like, they're trying to. It's like. All caps. It's like they're trying to shoot us in the street. Colin Kaepernick after George Floyd is like, it's not, it's time for retaliation. Those were the words he used. I mean, dude, the LSU situation with the women's basketball, with the girl going up in Caitlin Clark's face, like, and then watching the media just try and drum up division using yeah! it. it was, it's super interesting because this girl is acting so out of, out of pocket. She follows this girl around for 10 seconds. Well, let me push back on that because that's what Kate, the, the other girl who is in the one might be the greatest female basketball player of all time. Possibly. There's another girl. There's another woman, excuse me, who's in the WNBA who is like won four championships at UConn is crushing it. Uh, I think she plays in Seattle. I'm not Maya sure. Maya Moore, maybe. 
Maybe that's yeah, her name. Yeah. Uh, white girl with big teeth. It's like really like more like big. Oh, Della Don. Della Don is her name. Big gums. Yeah, yeah. Like she has just those weird those like AOC alien gums. gums. Your dream girl, right? Yeah. No, I'm a big teeth guy, not big gum oh, guy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't like big gums. <laughs> I like big teeth. Important distinction there. Yeah, very. Uh, no, I agree. Big yeah. gums are gross. Uh, but <laughs> that chick was doing that before. <laughs> But you're There's totally... some big gum girl out there looking oh, in the mirror. Oh, she's so right mad now. right now. She will follow. She I, unsubscribe. I, I still hit it, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but good guy. But that that the white girl was doing that before, and then uh, when she the was black... doing it to her bench. She was doing. And that's the thing is that the media started running with like it's the same thing. But she just did it to her bench, right? During the game, too. Yeah, during the game. Yeah, the... but but even both of those, neither of them are a big deal. The, the fact that they're making it a big yeah. deal is They what make it a racial pro- thing. Yeah, and then yeah. you got everyone coming out like, oh, can you believe it? It's like, dude, it's like insanity, man. And then the, the white girl had to come out and go, it's not a big deal. They won. I don't know why everyone's giving her shit. Like, no, and like, and then you got, then you got uh, Biden's uh, wife who was his teenage Teenage babysitter, which is so insane, bro. That story's nuts. She was a babysitter. Jill Biden was his teenage babysitter. When Biden's uh, Biden's Biden's wife one day was his babysitter. Back in the day. So grooming. No, no, no. Biden's Biden's um wife died. The mother of like Bo or Hunter or something. And then Jill was a babysitter for the kids Mm. and then became Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so shady. But point being about all this, it's just watching the narratives form, right, is like the racial division that that is pushed on us by sports, which is like a place where you go to jujitsu. It's such a diverse group of people. Yeah. Uh, You go, you play, go to a football locker room like I did in college. And it's like, uh, you know, up and down the East Coast, people from all walks of life met so many different kinds of people. But then you look at sports media and it's just constantly hitting you with that divisive stuff that we just kind of saw come out in 2020. And and point being about LeBron is that I think that some of this divisive stuff, there's money behind the scenes that influences people to, they're trying to enter China, right? Like when you consider the way that the Wall Street Journal is trying to enter China, the New York Times is trying to enter China, the same way that you weren't able to tell the truth about what was going on in Russia, if you were in Russia, you can't, you can't do business, you can't sell your stuff in China if you don't do what they want you to say. They have control of you, they have control of people here, they have, especially California, shit. Right, right, I had this feeling right, during COVID, right. I was like, if World War Three happens, and, it, and they infiltrate New York and L.A., the media's not going to tell us. And then they're going to shadow ban all of us for telling everybody, yeah. hey. Well, that's what, the, that's what I think these, uh, these hidden plea. Listen, I, I'm not afraid of China. I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm not. Like, dude, they're all autistic, okay? <laughs> like, have you ever seen them on a plane? Good luck. They can't even get off the plane without fucking bumping into walls. I'm sorry, dude. China got their ass beat by Japan. We've talked about this. They got, like that, that's like the United States getting their ass beat by Connecticut. There's okay? no incentive for them to ever go to war. No, with there us is either. no, incentive, no incentive. But that that is again the giant fear of that they're going to come. And again, I'm not saying it's okay that China spies on us. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you're more likely, especially with this TikTok bill, yeah. to be fucked by your own government. Yes. I mean, like, dude, when they're talking about VPNs, yeah, the VPN, so it'll be illegal to use a VPN, right? Not just illegal. 20 years minimum in jail. 20 years, dude. 
20 years. Dude. It's like insanity because they can't compete with us. Yeah, they can't. They, they can't. And it goes back to what you're saying. Look at the amount of money that they spend to produce CNN for the views that they get. Yeah. When there's YouTube channels that do the exact same thing for way less money and put it out instantly. Yeah. <coughs> with no, with no, with, with three guys in a room. Like, yeah. Ima imagine how much like producers hate Mr. Beast. Yeah. Like, well, like, I don't even think they give said. a shit about Mr. Beast because Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast is like doing like, like easily, e they say it nicely, easily digestible stuff. Yeah, for kids. Right? He's, he's awesome for the kids. Like kids Joe Rogan that. is a bigger, you know, uh, threat. Uh, uh, any of these awesome news si sites on YouTube, which bring you the instantaneous. Oh, stuff. like Breaking Even, Point? Like Breaking Point's great. Yeah, yeah Breaking yeah. Point. I well, like what do you think, though, about, okay, a news site that YouTube actually lets play, play ball with big numbers do you do you does you immediately question that because i do i i do too but i think they also they also need to generate some kind of revenue yeah so they do yeah. they though i thought that's i thought that our idea is that they actually don't but they can't to. have no revenue yeah. Yeah. there can't be zero revenue and they're like oh yeah we're a natural business we're operating under uh natural business laws you, you gotta have know. some you're not gonna get rid of every you can't get rid of everybody i mean like dude they Too took a giant thing. hit when joe rogan left like for their his whole yeah. pocket he talks that they monetize like once he signed they monetize all the episodes to get like the last of his money that they could that's so funny did he say yeah. that oh yeah. man that's hilarious he, he, he says that like right when he signed the contract of course they, they went and he noticed that they were all green scumbags as in like let me get the last revenue out for you before you got to dip out but chat gpt is is <coughs> kicking their dicks in how so because if you johnny we talk about this already. i'm broken sim that they're they're actually stealing their thing it's called bard their equivalent of chat gpt and they they had some resignations, I think, last week because they were stealing, allegedly, according to the guy who resigned, stealing from ChatGPT. Even and, and they've denied that, of course. But yeah, apparently they're scrambling. They're worried about it, and, and well, they're, because they're, they think it's going to replace. I don't want to give search. too much away because it's on broken sim, but they're yeah. making cu uh, cutting back on costs. Let's just say. yeah, 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 yeah. And staplers. And, so if you take that, and you also do, and, and Johnny, correct me if I'm wrong. But Apple making it so you could tell them not to get your data. That's that, right. Yeah, yeah. That has crippled Google. Mm. Oh, your locations? Yeah. Everything. But like, like you remember when you do download an app to be like, ask app not, uh, which is I always felt was really interesting wording. Ask app not to track. Ask, track, it. track. Ask. Are they gonna agree with you? Yeah, or? that's always me. I'm like, or can I say tell app not to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny. You're right. Yeah, let's be a little more forceful here. Yeah, like, am I asking for permission? They're like, nah. Please, please don't track me, Mister. Please, Mister. <laughs> but, but Rogan's such a weapon, right? And that's the other thing is that I wanted this book to be a weapon, right? I want it to be a weapon against the narrative. I want it to be a weapon against the system, and it is in so many different ways. And I think that's what's so powerful about Joe too. Right. Yeah. He is probably the largest weapon that the people have against the system. And he plays his role really well. He can't be as out and open and conspiratorial as maybe some of us can. But he's that in his way that he calls you the tip of the spear. 
but he's his own tip of the spear too in that he's now mainstream people here not mainstream in the sense no he's the most powerful voice in news yeah He's There's the nobody most powerful. nobody close to him. He has Sanjay Gupta on. A bunch of CNN people are like, oh, I get to listen to Sanjay Gupta for three hours. He eviscerates him. Yeah, And right. Schellenberger it goes through, like, some of the past guests that he's had on. Renee DiResta, who was, she was this woman who was talking about Russian disinformation in 2016. He illustrates all the shady connections with her and how she just seems to pop up everywhere. Uh, Osterholm. The guy he had on early in COVID that was telling everyone that everyone's going to die. He shows all the shady connections with him and everything like that. So he's just given people this space to talk for three hours and hang themselves. Yeah, he, he's, he's he, and, you know, I get a lot of shit because, I, I, I mean, I'll go to war for Rogan and everybody like, oh, shield guy. Like, dude, it's no, it's called friendship, bro. And the guys helped me more than I would ever, I, I could ever pay him back. You guys just have no clue. When you say it like that, though, it makes it sound like you're defending him even though you know. But that's not what you're saying. You're no, not saying no. just because he's a friend, I'm well, defending I mean, him. I'm def I'm def you're defending him because you know him. I defend him because I know him. Yeah, right. I, I mean, like, I, I, I guess I don't know what you're saying right well, there because well, wait, I sound, am defending when, when him because he's a friend. But when you say that, it sounds like... Even if he was a shill, I would defend him because he's my friend. And that's not what you're saying, right? No. Yeah, I mean, like, people need to understand. There's some people out there that I have not, I stopped fucking with. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's, and some of these people treated me very well, and I know who they are, and I don't fuck with them anymore. And I move the fuck on. So that, I, 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 don't, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, just sound, I, 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 you I see how Joe Rogan operates in front of the camera and behind the that's camera. It, yeah. And yeah. it's the same guy. And I know we're, this is going to get chopped up and, uh, and everyone's going to go, no, I don't care. Like, dude, I like, I, 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 I people, I, like, people I'm friends with, I go to, I, I like, I feel like you should defend them at all costs. He, he served if one they're of the, good people. If they're good and you people. don't feel like they've done wrong. Yeah. Or, or they've done things that maybe they shouldn't be getting the level of shit that they're getting, right? Yeah. Or deserve forgiveness in some cases. Yeah, or deserve forgiveness because nobody's fucking perfect. And yeah. I get it, dude. I get it. I get it. And I watch Rogan. I understand. Rogan also has this, and this is Sam speaking because I've studied him. Rogan also has this amazing way of getting information out dude. while not also simultaneously acting like he doesn't want it out. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So be yeah. like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Let the guy talk forever. Yeah, walk. That's stupid. That's dumb that you would even say he that has, on this giant fucking show. He's carried our narrative to. around. He's carried the narrative along, like the, the counter narrative from like, <sighs> that's another really interesting thing is while I was here in January 2022, the hippies from Laurel Canyon are trying to get him off, kicked off Spotify. Yeah. The fake controlled hippies are trying yes. to get him kicked off yes. Spotify yes. for... Be telling the truth about the vaccine. Yes. Right? So we got the hippies, the controlled opposition that was placed in the music to carry an entire generation along to think that they were rebels. When And now they've got those, those rebels are now boomers watching CNN, listening to all the same propaganda that those false idols that have been put in front of us by the system believe, right? And so... The greatest example of that isn't a hippie, but it is Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> There's a meme going out about 90s liberals versus, like, today's liberals. 
And they, they use that woman who uh, who's a redhead screaming at somebody with the glasses. Oh, yeah. she's great. Where they have Zach De La Rocha, and it's like, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell you. Then they show her. But what they should show is Zach De La, De La <laughs> yeah. Rocha yeah. again yeah. saying, fuck you, I'll do what I tell you. I'll what, do what yeah. you tell me. Yeah. Right? Because they just can I mean, like, uh, this guy, and I love them, dude. Like, you, any super group that involves anybody in Rage Against the Machine is always insanely awesome. But that dumb motherfucker, the... Uh, the guitarist Tom Morello, yeah. Tom Morello has weaponized. He's the a communist. I mean, he is a communist. I'm like, bro, there's people getting stabbed all the time by the homeless. We are, they are weaponized, bro. <laughs> like, point. where are you in your fucking gated community? Like, where you don't get these homeless people? Like, we just, which is a super interesting. The guy in San Francisco that just got stabbed. Did you see what Jake Shields put? The yeah. guy who created Cash App got stabbed in a good neighborhood. Got stabbed. Really. But he was calling out the, 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 the virus narrative. And I just saw Jeremy from the Quarterly doing a story about how Tom, not Tom, uh, uh, Jack from Twitter is in trouble. For what? And I didn't watch the whole video, but he's like, he's got some bad news, he's in trouble. And what does Jack, ha what is he running now? Cash app. Yeah. That's the scary thing is that as things get crazier, random acts of violence... Against you know, selective people. Yeah. It's creepy, man. Yeah. It's creepy. It's like Russia. You know, the stuff you hear about Putin. Oh, you know, one of Putin's opponents, uh, you know, died in a fiery car accident. Like uh, that journalist uh, years ago, Michael. Or Something even that. Other. I mean, you don't have to go back that far. That blogger last week. That Did you hear that story about he how. He was a pro-Russia blogger. Right. right yeah. But I, I think it's just as easily. Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just as easily that it was Ukraine doing the same thing. Did you hear about this? Oh, in a the woman, Ukraine? A, no, no. He was in Russia. In in like a in a bar or something doing like a pro Russian like talk you know and some woman comes up to him and hands him like a statuette and then walks away and it just it, he it eviscerates you know the group it's a bomb you know yeah dude Holy kills kills like thirteen people other people too I think Holy right yeah something like that yeah yeah wild. Well, and that's I mean, not the first one. There have been others. There, there's a whole. There's so this is like a he movement. He was in of, Russia, being pro-Russia, and yeah. a Ukrainian person. Well, came. we don't. I mean, we assume that. Yeah. There's been some rumors that it was like another, like this, like multi-level sort of like maybe it's a false flag, but I, I, which I don't, Putin did. Yeah, he's done. Which before. Putin did with that movie theater because he was polling so low when he tried to become the leader of Russia when he was born. Yel Boris Yeltsin's guy. And is that Boris Yeltsin or is that Boris Yeltsin? Well, yeah, he proceeded. Okay, because I Putin, what was yeah. the name of the guy that had the moppy hair in England that stepped out? Oh, uh, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's why I thought I was saying. But th so Boris Yeltsin had to call the Clintons to get permission to get Putin in. Putin it was associated with Boris Yeltsin, who everybody hated. And he's pulling so low, he f pulls his false flag attack in the movie theater. Poll shoots up, he gets elected, and he's never looked anyway. And if anybody thinks that Elon Musk is more is more rich or richer than than Putin, they're crazy. Yeah, forget about yeah. it. Yeah, no way. They're crazy. If they think if you think he's more uh, uh, he's richer than the the House of Saud, you're crazy. Yeah, I do think there's some value to being able to walk with your money, though. I don't think Putin could just walk. You know, walk anywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, no. I mean, like take his money and just go to, you know, the Maldives or something. You know what I mean? Like, he's stuck in where <laughs> you he You don't think Putin can vacation? 
No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't think he can quit being president and then take that wealth with him. Do you know what I'm saying? He, oh. It depends oh, it on him it. It staying in power. And uh, Kind of like if you're a royal? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it yeah, comes sure. with the position. Yeah, it comes with, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what he's trying yeah. like, I mean, if you want a more obvious uh, example of the corruption of our, of our military-industrial system, right? Like, it's like we leave Afghanistan, we leave $85 billion worth of stuff behind for China to pick up, <laughs> and then we immediately go to Ukraine... It's like, at minimum, we could have used that stuff. And then we give Ukraine a bunch of new stuff. We spend billions and billions of dollars in what? Again, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is somehow connected to Ukraine. Like, the whole system is somehow connected to Ukraine. We, we hear rumblings of the biolabs and all that kind of stuff. And we're at the point now where we're like, oh, of course. We don't even, like, look into it. Like, of course that's real. You know? It's, and it, I haven't really looked deep into it, but there's biolabs there, too, right? Like, so... You know, we, we are still lying. We're being told that COVID came from a raccoon dog. Like, the stories are so <laughs> Dude, dumb Dude, I love, yeah. they just go, how much shit will they believe? Yeah, yeah, they have a, Dude, yeah. there's raccoon dogs out there, and they got the COVID. The Ukrainians now, too, have uh, Leopard 2 tanks, you know, which is continuing on the Nazi tradition of ha naming the tanks after there were Tiger 2s in, in World War II. Of now course, they're called Leopards. They, and they got them from Germany, though. That's but where they got them from, the tanks. Dude, listen to me. This whole Ukrainian shit was like, everything's got to go. I'm Joe Biden. We got yeah. tanks. We got rocket launchers. Everything's got to go. We got new old stock. Got to make room for the new stock. Take all these old weapons over to Ukraine. Everything's got to go because we're going insane. That's that's all this was. And I know you saw that video, and I know why would you let it out. The guy, uh, the, you, uh, the American soldier that was hitting up the, the gym. What? He, he was unloading a he was unloading a gun at the gym and he had an American flag. You didn't see that video? No, what is in, in, in the United States? No, no, there's a video that there's a is a Ukrainian soldier with American uniform shooting up a place and it's like what who gave them uh, who gave them American uniforms? Is that to wall us up? Yeah. He's shooting people? No, he's just shooting up a gym, wasting oh. bullets. Basically saying he's there wasting bullets when we're giving them bullets, and he's just shooting up a place. And there's a, he's in Ukraine, he's speaking in Ukraine, but he's got an American uniform. Yeah, Is that it's, the it's, it's all, like, there are people, <laughs> will say, in the political world that questioned what I was saying about Afghanistan being a giant theater production, you know? Because there were things that made no fucking sense. Like the video, the, the, the plane's trying to leave and everyone's dancing on the, on, the, mm -hmm. on the jet strip. You know, it's like, come on, bro. You're just, everything is theater. Like we were talking about. You say, Kurt, I love what you say. It took me a few years to understand. But you were sitting in that hotel room when you were nice enough to come over. We did like a podcast together uh, when you were there, there uh, 2019. And you just kept, you said it to me like three times with big eyes. Culture is made up. Yeah. Culture is made up. It's all fake. Yeah, it's all made up. It's like, what can we tell you that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do? And I, the, the through line of the grand conspiracy is that intelligence community and the way it, it just, that's what JFK got killed for, right? And then now, even through to today, we just see it everywhere. Nord Stream, Whitmer's kidnapping, January 6th. Uh, BLM Antifa riots. I mean, January 6th was basically an intelligence op to create, which makes you question the election even more now, yeah. right? Like, why did you need such a huge thing to happen to that you clearly blew out of control and then you fenced the entire White House? Yeah. And to, to show, like, because if you had an open inauguration for Joe Biden, 
it would have been like you know it would have been a very small crowd remember Dude, that's 100 percent was uh, this whole thing was about because they because when hillary failed yes and, because what happened was they that bernie sanders was getting arenas yes and, and hillary was getting 40 people yes and the optics let everybody knew who was winning that. They already rigged like the primary. Why wouldn't they rig the election? Right, right. Well, if, in, in that case, why do we think that Trump won? Because Trump was getting uh, Trump was getting uh, no, arenas. Why, did, why didn't they rig it though? I mean, because I, I think I I think, I think they did. They thought they had it in the bag. I mean, they were so arrogant about it. There's a 99. She didn't chance. even go to like what Wisconsin. Look, what's funny. Look, look. I type in uh. Inauguration of Biden, no crowds. Because it was it was. And then it was you type fenced. in inauguration of Trump. Here you go. It yeah, was. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Literally, it's like COVID. Part of the COVID thing, right? Is this? This is an important piece of, and that's an important part of BLM was it extended the COVID narrative because remember there was case counting, so we're all looking at those graphs during 2020, and the cases shoot up. Because now a bunch of people who haven't really been interacting with people now go out, they get a little sick, they're already scared, so they're going to go get those fake tests, which then got the cycles got pulled down from 48 or whatever to 20 uh, when Biden's president, right? So now we suddenly we defeated COVID, right? COVID was so that we could pretend that there was a reason that Joe Biden only got eight people to come see him and yeah. Trump had a, yeah. it's like look at those yeah, 100% look bro. at those Trump uh, mouth breathing idiots uh, 50,000 of them in a field somewhere they're gonna get everyone sick meanwhile Biden's being responsible he has a crowd of 10 people yeah that's what I tell that's what that's why I tell Brian Callen every day it's like oh, there is no place where where Joe Biden got a swell of following in any no. other any no. other place, there's nothing. Brian has a book too, so hopefully it cracks it open and, and <laughs> it, uh, it cracks open its mind. A I little do bit. think there's a danger in this kind of talk, and I always bring this up, but that we underestimate how many people are truly just low information out there who That's did true. vote for Joe Biden, and and I uh, I think we have to guard against that when we talk about these things this way. But but let me That's ask true. you something. I know a lot of people who did vote for him. I get that. I'm not saying nobody voted for him. But to sit there and think they got more votes than, than Obama, yes. okay, Tw with almost twenty thousand more. Harris. Well, we did have we do have a lot more people in the country when since when mail -in Obama ballots. ran like registered voters. There were way more registered voters in that election than there were when Obama. But that much? No, not that much. But I, I looked. I crunched the numbers one time, and there are a lot more but, people in the country. Okay, okay. There are but, always going to be Johnny, more votes. Johnny, I get that. But where did those? type of numbers show up not meaning no, anyone I, I million, no i agree but like any kind of sign where a large group you of would, people you would agree that excitedly showed up for anything else that joe you Biden would agree did. though that trump was galvanizing for the left yeah but i just yeah, I, the true. truth of the matter is is like that left isn't big enough they voted against trump more than they voted for biden i'll contend that i the understand who did. that yes. i understand that but there's there's still to me i still think that don't get me wrong i i've said in the beginning they were fixing it for biden i you know right the mail-in ballots yeah. i mean anyone could get i mean if there's two candidates and and you're the one who's supposed to win uh, the mail-in ballots was was the end goal. Oh, right? and just wait. They're moving for online voting. Now. Yeah. That's the yeah. next step. And then, then they, anybody can No vote. proof, yeah. There's even no proof even AI. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 I mean, dude, it, then it becomes full banana. Because I remember there was a time where there were, there were political pundits, uh, political experts saying 
that based on the data, they don't ever see a Republican winning uh, another election again. Yeah. And it was based on the idea that we're becoming such a liberal country. And they said it was a regional party, a party of the South. Is what yeah, it was right. You remember right. that? Yeah, during and, Obama. Yeah. And now they're like, now they have to rig it so badly because they're just... The propaganda didn't work. Yeah. And, and it's just like, it's so obvious how evil they are right now. Yeah. When you run Hillary... When you run Kamala Harris, I mean, you're supposed to be a liberal party and you're running somebody who got called out on stage. I mean, you, you run a dead person and a woman who, when she was 29 years old, she started sleeping with her 60-year-old boss to get ahead. Okay? Now, that's a woman who's committed <laughs> to an objective, which is admirable. Right? But, <laughs> obviously, she's uh, easily corruptible. And, you know, Tulsi Gabbard just should have basically shot her down yeah and then this party goes Annihilated out her. this party goes out and anoints her the the backup to a dead guy yeah it's so it's so what, insane what, what happens with her who with tulsi? Kamala? oh tulsi? tulsi yeah does she ever run does she does she well, just you know, sitting back right now Derek bros just had an interview with her he <laughs> asked her about her wef not maybe her cfr connection so i haven't watched it so i can't say what he described so i'm dying to see what he asks because he he's not afraid to ask the uh she follows she follows eddie on instagram he asked her the same thing and she she explained it away see it was a sufficient explanation for eddie oh really really yeah yeah i think that uh you know he's obviously he's always still skeptical but you know she had a reasoning she there's a lot of when eddie brought it up to me it's like ron DeSantis said that george hw bush was his hero at one point well, when was that video taken? Was it taken 15 years ago? We yeah. learned a lot. Something's going on with Ron DeSantis, too, they, because he's doing some great stuff, but he's getting all the swap people behind him, and yeah. I really like him. I don't like how Trump is attacking him. I think it's stupid. I think Trump is so far ahead that if he played nice with that guy, it would, it would be it better It would go a long him. way. Yeah. Like, like, but that's just Trump. That's bring him in. Bring him on the team. I mean, uh, just let him let him sit out. I, I, get no, him I to would sit keep out. him in Florida. No, but what I'm saying is, let him sit out this cycle. Make yeah. a deal with him. Say, yeah. hey, dude, you sit out this cycle, and I will get behind you next time, and we will. Okay, Johnny. Let me ask you: Does Trump already have one uh, four years? Does he get a second? Does no, he, no, no, no. So no. he only gets one yeah, more yeah. this time, right? Yeah, you only get one. Yeah, four, get two terms. Eight period. So I would. I'd be like, dude, unless you're FDR. Yeah, right. then you get to do whatever you and want. You know they would love to do that with Obama. Yeah, well they're already doing it. He's yeah. just doing it from his basement, right? Yeah. 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 So my thing was when so they want to indict him or whatever, right? For those charges, if they go through, I thought that being a felon, a felon, made you meant you couldn't run. That's well, not true. Well, you can be a felon and run. I thought that's what I thought. I was like, what are they what are they shooting for? What's the point of this? Well, I even mean, if he gets indicted, like what happens? Yeah. You can still run. What What's the rule on that, Johnny? You're a nerd dork. Well, I know you can't vote. I don't know about running for office. That's hilarious. No, run for the, the only, there's only three things that you that you that need, that you that need to be happen for you to run. You have to be over 45, a U.S. citizen, and have to be in the states for 14 years. No, you also have resident. to be born in yeah. America. Yeah, no, 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 no. Which they're trying to get rid of, which no. won't be good. Yeah, but then, but but you also have to be living in the states for 14 years. You can't just like come from mm. like from. Right. Germany would be like, hey, I want right. to be president here. Right. There would be. Those were the only three that I know. Us. I didn't know that you, I thought that being a felony would. Dude, there would be no better example of our political system that felons can't vote, but felons can run. Yeah. <laughs> there would be no that better. Would be that so would be perfect. 
funny, dude. That is true. Uh, I mean, that, that is, is true. I don't think I don't. I think you can run. No, There's no true. better example of the political reality in which in which we exist than that one right there. Yeah, you got to be 35. Too. You have to be a criminal to be a politician. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's why I always say about why the Democratic Party is so corrupt because real liberals, like, and I consider myself an old school liberal. Yeah. They don't run for office. They do community work. They help out on a, on a local level. They don't run for power. People who run for power are about power. Yes. So they have to play this game. Yes. So uh, I want to end on this because, um, you know, I'm a, um, I'm a spiritual guy. I have zero problems with anybody's religion, uh, Christianity. Islam, Judaism, I, I just live and let live. Whatever makes you be a, a beautiful person. Do you think that all this stuff going on right now is a war on Christianity? It's a war on spirituality. There's definitely a war on the spirit, right? You know, that we're not we're not in a, a, a gun war, right? We're in a demoralization war, right? It's like one of the things that stuck out to me about getting canceled, right, and just kind of having to find a new thing to do is just like, there's a whole corporate world where there's a lot of people that just are scared into silence, right? Like think of how many, there's something crazy about our system that like you have to go to college to get one of those like corporate jobs basically. So you have to go into debt and then you have to be able to pay off that debt. Why were the doctors so easy to control? Who has more debt than a doctor? Oh yeah. Watch dope sick, bro. Dude. Incredible. I can't believe that. I'm starting to think that's revelation of the method. Because Maybe. it's so, um, it's such a powerful illustration. Amazing of how they operate. It came out during COVID too, so they're talking about breakthrough pain while the breakthrough infection things happening. Yeah, and so they're illustrating the pharmaceutical companies. And as you know, with me, like I was, I was a pill guy. You know, after football, a neck injury, all that kind of stuff. So that's the lens through which all of this stuff comes from for me, right? And it's in there in the book too. Like it's like. That was what set me off was that I'm not even allowed to disagree with what's obviously like a pharmaceutical. Like we're not free until the pharmaceutical companies have a non-functioning product. Again, another non-functioning product that's going to kill people. Right. right. So um, from a spiritual perspective is that the system tries to shut you out of it. And the old communists at least had the courage to kill you. The new communists <laughs> want you to overdose. They want you to commit suicide. They, that's well, it's what, not over yet, bro. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just true. I mean, we saw that Super Bowl halftime show with Dr. Yeah. Dre. Those look at like exactly like FEMA camp uh, yeah. houses that they were dancing on. They're such idiots; they don't even know what they're doing. But the whole thing is this, and you know, and I, I do a lot of podcasts, so sometimes I say the same stuff over and over again. And but you know, hey, it's it's all free shit, so enjoy it. But you know, it's just like show me where. The gay community in Russia is. Show me where the gay community is in China. Show me where the ethnic minority is in Russia. Show me where they are in China. Show me how women are treated in China. Show me how women are treated in Russia. And these are these are the useful idiots that are causing chaos right now. Yeah. They have no clue what's coming. They'll probably be dead by the time it happens. Right. But, man, that's where it's going, bro. I yeah. mean, you look at China, show me. We all think the Chinese are just all Chinese, yes. But there are also different ethnic groups of Chinese. Yeah. And at one point, there were 300 and something different ethnic Chinese groups. There are now only 50. And 90-something percent of the Chinese population is one 
ethnic group of Chinese. That's what happens. Yeah. You get wiped the fuck out. They don't put up with your shit. And you just, you're playing stupid right now. It's what I said about the corporations, right? Like at first, the corporations doing all the ESG stuff and they're getting rid of one group of people and you're like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm safe. Like we got we got a, a Mexican dude uh, that trains with us. Who, I got Mexican dude. Yeah, we, we all got Mexican guys, right? <laughs> we got a, I got a, I got myself a Mexican, right? <laughs> hey, congrats. Hey. You're first? Hey. You pay him well? Uh, this one, we don't have to pay him. He yeah, doesn't work there. That's a we good did Mexican. hire We hired a couple Mexicans. Is there interning still? Uh, no, no, we have some Mexicans that we pay. You don't they're have to, good. You don't have to pay first generations. They're just happy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they're, they're happy. They're psyched. No, they're keep stoked. your money, sir. Just don't call on me. Man, and he, <laughs> he works. Just don't tell anybody I'm here. <laughs> just give me a place to stay. Yeah. Just give me a place to stay. Let me leave. The, um, he works for Facebook, and we were choking around about it, and he's like, yeah, like, the first wave of people that got fired are like the old white guys. Now it's like, he's, he's like, now they're going to, they're eventually going to come for me and everybody else. But everyone else is like, Oh, this is great. This is great. All, but eventually it comes for everyone. That's the distraction. The distraction is they're not going to come for you. They are going to come for you. And whether it's physically come for you, cause you, now you disagree with the wide array of things that you're supposed to, that you're not supposed to disagree with. Trans dude. When I was eight years old, if you told me, 25 years from now everyone's gonna be caught talking about shopping off dicks and shit and that's like gonna be like and i was eight i didn't know what my dick did yet but i was like that shit seems super important dude that seems super important i'm gonna need that later i'm gonna need that thing well, later you know dog. it's it's this whole thing about outlaws man it's just like the people back in the day that wanted to be trans wanted to cr cross dress that's how they wanted to live yeah they sought it out they went through everything to do that and they 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 got the positives of that and tons of negatives yeah. that come with that yeah it's like me with dirty comedy me and joey diaz at the end of the night we were the dirty ones at the comedy store don barris as well you know now everybody's dirty. They all want the per it's like no you not everybody's built for that lifestyle. That yeah, outlaw yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, dude, now that you're you can just say that you're a girl, you used to have to commit. You used to have to suck a dick. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You used to have to suck a dick to we, be in the community. Now you just have to fucking wake up and be like, hey, I'm a girl today. Tomorrow I'm probably going to be a boy. The next day or, I'll be a or girl. Or a monkey. Yeah, or, or a, a unicorn. A foxkin or yeah. whatever. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they've made everything mainstream. And not everybody's built for that outlaw life. No, And no. that's why they're all fucking just spiring out. I, I heard a really good thing, though, about, you know, talking about the kid, like, trans and the, uh, the focus on the kid with the propaganda is that, you know, all the great, like, Moses, Jesus, they lived during times where the, the system that was in place at that time was coming after the kids. And so... That's always what they're trying. They're trying to corrupt the children. They're trying to stop those kids from becoming that voice that's going to speak out. But what they're going to do is they're going to cause a lot of rebels in this generation. And that's for sure. And that, that's a positive thing, too, because the stuff that they're pushing is so dumb and it's going to be so hard to go along with it um, that, you know, but that's what the other thing is that people think that they're not going to come for their group or whatever. They are going to kick you out of the club. You know, go to college, get in debt, and then good luck finding a job. They're going to look at your social media history and realize that you didn't post the, the gay pride flag last June. So obviously, like, and that's what the system's always doing. It's taking a look at who's saying the right things. Being in sports media, right, they all know that they're supposed to say that thing after a shooting. 
right? Because the job of a sports media person is to know a little bit about the sport that they're covering, but also half their job is to say the right things on Twitter. 100%. You know, and that's and the spiritual war. it's all legacies, war. it's all rich kids, and it's like, you can say whatever you want about the Unabomber, but that dude nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it. Rich kids are the biggest, rich white kids are the most Da- rich white liberals, most dangerous animal, man. Malcolm X said the same thing. Mo- they're just so fucking dangerous at how yeah. they operate and what they want you to they believe. They don't know any better. And then they think they know everything because they've they've been... And in they- reality, they don't like you. They pity you, dude. Yes. That's the biggest thing. Yes. They pity you. And I think just like, you know, this from a spiritual perspective and the stuff that we're talking about, you know, just to bring it back to like Eddie and Jiu-Jitsu, man, like there's no better environment for the widest array of people, you know, and what does Jesus do? You know, one of the greatest examples that Jesus sets is he hangs out with everybody. It's not that he goes and sins with the prostitutes, but he's willing, he's not either, he's not judging them either. He can just be. With bro, the- I'm tell you, bro, I think the whole thing about Mary being a hooker is all bullshit. I'm tell telling me. you. So what, that she wasn't or that she-, she wasn't? No, no, I've never even heard that. That, that was Jesus' boo. Mary was his yeah. main piece. Yeah, that, no, not his piece. He loved his her. only piece. Like that was, they were, they were the. I mean, you start talking about that, then the whole thing just starts to throw up. But I think she was his. I'm talking about Mary Magdalene, yeah. right? Not his mother. No, not his yeah. mother. The I was confused for a second too. <laughs> yeah, oh really? Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> hooker. The hooker. It. I don't think she. Mary was a hooker. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. I think she was his wife. And we lost everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't believe anything. That's that, something we're all going to have to look into now. I, 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 at one point, I did think you were talking about the Virgin I Mary, and I was I like, how would he get her pregnant? Oh, well, I mean, if he is God, <laughs> God got her. I mean, it's like some weird-ass shit, dog. But that's my opinion. So, and I'm sure let the comments begin. <laughs> uh, the book is called Mastering Metals. Uh, it's about Eddie and his boy, uh, James Watson, and it's just about... The love of uh, two friendships, the love of music, and just the world we live in today. And uh, Zach's such a great guy, and I'm really excited to read this. You know, everything I have is like just like it's like you know lizard people and all that. So it's good. It's gonna be fun to read something that's uh, I know I know the person in the in the uh, look at this nine year old Eddie Bravo Edgar. Yeah, Um, it's gonna be. He's got a story. Like he talks about his dad. He had his dads were like. Dude, it's, dude, yeah, it's rough, you, yeah, I've heard a little but bit of it. That's why it's rough. so great. Yeah. yeah, like we, we, like I, it's now that I have three year olds, man, I'm really struggling between this thing of like protecting them from everything, yeah, and letting them figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's that my my girls' kids are 14 and 12. You know, I'm in that stage of like a different stage of it too now you know trying to be as good as my dad was about like letting me figure it out yeah giving me the information i needed but not telling me what to do yeah um just trying to point me in the right direction and i think another part about martial arts that sticks out to me is that eddie has become a father type of figure to so many people oh he's jujitsu jesus yeah yeah man 150 schools and then all the people that are influenced by him to start i was to write a book with him, I was influenced to start jujitsu because of listening to him, right? And that's crazy. I w- this was during a time where I was, you know, on pills, trying to figure out how I get off of them. And then the jujitsu community and everything that that is um, and everything that Eddie stood for got me into it, 
You know, the first thing I looked up was where's 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. There wasn't one near me, so I started at a Henzo Gracie affiliate because of how good all those guys are, right? And then I come down to Austin, great community, all that kind of stuff, and um, he's built that. He's built that culture, and he with that culture, like, he's given a lot of people like us an environment with within which to be yourself, to learn how to be yourself, and then to learn off of... Learn how to live being yourself because the whole system's trying to j- just jab you into like uh, into something you're not. Put the suit on, put the tie on, nine to five. You're not going to work out. You know, maybe you work out after work, but you're just slowly on this ride that's not totally serving you. And uh, it's an incredible gift for him it, to give everyone. Listen, man, I, I, you know, obviously there's many podcasts out there where people talk about. Eddie Bravo, talk about jujitsu and all that stuff. And, you know, like I, I was a, a, I'm a recovering drug addict, struggled really hard with it. I would start jujitsu and I would instantly quit because I just didn't believe in myself. And now that I've been sober for over two years, man, I'm having the best time. And I'm the most least limber human being in the world, bro. I mean, like, I'm like Lego guy. I'm like, you know, and it's just like to be able to do these things. And I used to beat my, oh, I can't do that to this year or that year. It's like, it's just a fun journey. And I think people think they're going to get their asses kicked. I think people think they're going to walk out of there with broken limbs and all that. And not that those things can't happen, right? But I think, man, if you start to do it, the journey you go on is so incredible. And like, yeah. Again, when I was on drugs, I'd go to class. And like an hour felt like like fifty years, but now it's like, man, I look Flies up. It's by. like class is over. Oh man, that sucks. And it's like it's the best. And and I've now noticed that when I don't work out at, for a week, I become very depressed, mm-hmm. sluggish, uh, angry. And I'm just like, I just like it's such a blessing to just go in there, enjoy, it, and go on a pace. Joey Diaz. Blue belt. Blue belt. Joey Diaz, blue belt. I couldn't be happier for that guy. And you see it. Like, that guy's seen everything. And you see that picture of him getting his blue belt. And that dude is affected, man. He is feeling the emotions of achieving a blue belt. And that is the coolest picture ever. A blue belt is like you're you're in it. You're doing it. Like, you know what you're doing. Like, you're committed to it. A blue belt is a huge sign of commitment. Like, we want to see that, like, this is something that you've made your lifestyle. You know, purple belt is like you're on the way to black belt, right? Brown belt is I haven't been there yet, so I'm not sure what it is, what it, what what it, all of it is. It's purple belt, but a little bit better. Black belt, you've mastered it, right? Yeah, I, I love it. But blue belt is like you've committed to it, man. And Joey Diaz, it's not easy for him to commit to it. He's 60 years old. Yeah. So the fact that like people are able to be on this journey and the things that you learn from the sport is inva- like there's nothing like it. The the way the person you were the day you walked in versus the person you are wherever I you're at. I totally agree. Is such a different person. And I, just know there's people your age in the class. Yes. No matter how old you are, yeah. there there's people your age in the class and they're learning at that pace as well. And you know, a black listen, I don't have a black belt. I got to basically brown belt in JKD. Like I would have taken the test and passed flying, but I had to go to prom and try to get laid like an <laughs> idiot. But these things are great. I have friends that are all black belts. It's great. But the, really, the truth is, it's the journey. 
Yeah. So you're on your own pace, and whenever you get there, you get there. Trust the process. I That's can't, super I, important. Thing. I can't wait to, to listen to your next fight companion because you're already talking rubber guard. You already know yeah. the lingo, so I want to hear you like it, be bro. in the mix now. Be like, I can I talk. Sneak it on him. Yeah. So don't even, don't, don't say nothing. You're like, ah, I kind of like, like it kind of fell off, guys. I haven't been training. <laughs> then you come in, dude. You see the rubber guard. Yeah. He's got to sweep him here. I had to take a week off to move, but I'm back. I'm gonna do something, then take some privates because I just want to get the basics down but i'm loving it dude i've been telling this this guy is bad knees he doesn't think he yeah, can do no, it torn acl i don't think it's a good idea Ooh. still hmm? no it's repaired but it's that thing where it's like uh uh i think you're a kid you're just a kid you should you? try it 30 without insurance 30 without insurance that's a that's hilarious <laughs> how old are you i'm 30 without insurance <laughs> I, I have problems with intimacy so i'm not sure I can do it. What? I have problems with intimacy, physical Shut intimacy. So oh, I'm you not just sure don't like touching yeah. people. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I won't give him a hug on the way out, yeah. huh? <laughs> well, Zach, one more time. Tell him where they can find you. Mastering the Metal. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. There's Kindles. I read the audiobook, so uh, I had a really good coach on it, too, so I think I did a good job. People oh, that's like great. It. Yeah, yeah. So, How long uh, did that take? That's a bitch, right? No, people talk. No, really? People, I've heard that's a nightmare. It's, it's, there are worse things, right? No, I mean, of course, yeah. But. Right, but like for me, it was like, it was fun in some respects to read your work and be almost like, even when I was going through it, I was like, ah, there's a little mistake here. I got to. Yeah, well, that's part of the it. reason I heard it's kind of because you judge, you kind of become self critical. I've read it so many times and I'm so comfortable with the editing process now that, uh, uh, you know, it took four days and that's difficult. Four hour days, oh, yeah. you know, four hour days of reading. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was enjoyable. It's enjoyable to. It also, it's the ego, the good ego thing about this is three people came together to write that book. All those words aren't mine. So people come to me, they're mm -hmm. like, "Man, you wrote such like your writing is so good." It's like, yeah, man, I have Eddie Bravo and James Watson. Also, like they're like, how is James? Is James, he a cool guy? James is great, man. And and the conversation I had with him last night was the exact conversation I needed to have with somebody. And he's the guy that gives you the space to do that. That's you know? great. It's always better when the author reads it too. Yeah, always, yeah. It was it was like super. It I'm I'm super passionate about the story. I'm super passionate about what Eddie's done. I'm super passionate about what Tenth Planet represents, and then what James represents for Eddie. Well, There's a reason he wanted him front and center because so much of what we are is what Eddie's learned from James. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's you know? a great story, dude. And I'm yeah. very excited for you. I know. I, I've been talking through your journey and, you know, anytime you reach a goal, it's such a yeah. blessing. And it's just like so many people just don't set goals. Yeah. They just kind of complain that nothing's happening. It's like faith without works is dead. Yes. It's just the way it is. You have to attack it. You have to do it. And to see that you got this done, it's like, it's great, man. And maybe not everybody's the best author. I know I'm functionally illiterate, right? But I know that there's like everybody's got something they're good at. Yeah. Just figure it out, get yeah. some fucking sack, and go for it. This, if you fail, keep going. This is my thing, man. Writing's my thing. You know, my Do you know what your next book's going to be? I would love to go on that next journey of what where 10th Planet is from 2003 to now, right? Because I kind of stop at 2003 but tell you about who Eddie is. But I also want to do something culturally, culturally relevant. I want to take a journey and talk about someone who's a real hero, right? Like a, someone... And, and, and not worth, not an idol worth worshiping, but a story worth telling and following. 
Well, I right. respect it. You know, like an Alex Jones. Imagine being with Alex for a week and getting to the bottom of who Alex Jones is while also having a narrative that surrounds everything going on. I mean, I, I was at the Alex Jones premiere with Eddie for his documentary. And by the way, I was way too high. So there's a little bit of a commotion outside. And I'm looking around the room and it's like Glenn Greenwald and Cernovich and everyone from InfoWars and Savannah Hernandez and Eddie and all these people. And I'm like, man, this is a good room for them to kill. This is a really good room for them to take out, dude. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's too many, there's a lot of loose lips in here, dog. And so, um, so you're telling us we should never all be in one spot. Dude, they had to tell people the day of the address, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, isn't that crazy? Dude? Yeah, yeah. But Same I, Malaysian airline to you or where you were going to get Malaysian airline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was a great, that was a two week, two week news cycle about Malaysian airlines. But, I, I want to write things that uh, I want to make reading exciting. Like I'm, you you'll see the book jumps all over the place with a bunch of themes that don't seem interrelated, but they all come together. I don't waste any words. Like my dad was my editor from the time I started writing at like 24 through to now. Anything super important that I did, he's read. I love it. So he taught me how to edit myself and taught me how to, you know how we can all be. We can we can always talk and talk and talk, but how do we get? Everything we're saying into the most digestible. I need to keep your attention because you're going to get distracted by everything else out there. You got endless. You have an infinite amount of information and entertainment you can take in. How am I going to get you to sit with this book for eight hours? You know, because that's how long the audiobook took. So I love it. You dude. know, Zach, you're doing great things, dude. Thank you. And I, I consider you a good friend. So I'm very excited that you you've uh, been able to get this and put out the Kindle, put out the hardback and hardcover. Excuse me. So congratulations. Good luck. I hope everybody checks it out. Uh, if you love Eddie, uh, you love just the journey. You love conspiracies. This is the book for you. So thanks so much, dude. Right. And uh, We'll talk to you soon, guys. Again, just go to samtriplee.com. I got Toronto, hopefully. Uh, well, I got two shows. Uh, I got Comedy Chaos, two shows, and that's uh, April 11th, 8th, and uh, 8th, and 10th, 30. Two murder shows, then Toronto, then, we, then some new shows coming up in May. San Diego, I'm in June. Go check it out. And also, guys, check out samtriplee.com for all of our affiliates. And again, at the end of this episode, here's some sneak peeks of uh, Broken Sim, Conspiracy Social Club, and hopefully we don't smoke the same. And thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week of three shows. Uh, I hope you guys appreciate it because we appreciate you. Take care. Have a great day. Enjoy your week. Bye, everybody. Here's a clip from the latest Broken Sim. Um, this, this, here's a story of just more like what the hell are we doing, science and business together. Why are we doing this? This is from Money Watch, CBS News Money Watch. Startup makes giant meatball out of lab-grown mammoth meat. There's nothing about that that says eat that meatball. Tonight. A meatball made of lab-grown mammoth meat was unveiled at a science museum in the Netherlands on Tuesday. Vow, V-O-W, the startup that made the meatball, created it using genetic information from the long-extinct mammoth, company researchers said in Tuesday's media event. First of all, here's, a, here's a, it's the biggest meat, fucking meatball I've ever seen in my life. Look at this thing. Check that out, Sam. Look at that meatball. Look at the size of that son of a bitch. Ugh. That's some meatball right there. Yeah. Would you want? Would you be curious what a mammoth meatball tastes like? Uh, yes. Would you try it? Would you take a bite? I would not try. I'd have you try and tell me what you think. I'm your like, test, yeah. taster, yeah, food taster? Yeah, you're my food tester. Okay. Um, some holes in the genetic sequence were fill, filled in using data from the mammoth's closest li living relative, the African elephant. Also, that's like Jurassic Park shit right there, dude. 
It turns out they can't make them living, but they can make meatballs. The process for making cultured meat usually starts with cells taken from a living animal. Those cells are immersed in nutrients and grown into meat in a lab. In this case, the mammoth genes were inserted into a sheep cell. The mammoth gene was then overexpressed, so it would be more prevalent in the final product than the sheep. No one has tasted the mammoth meat, Val founder, Val founder Tim Noaksmith disclosed. Oh, I see. So they're waiting on some rich son of a bitch to come along and be like, I want to be the first modern human to taste the flesh of mammoth. Ugh. That's what they're waiting for. John, does that excite you at all? It doesn't mean that like, you can't eat Like, there's so many problems it, in the world. Where does synthetic that's, mammal That's meat? what I'm saying, yeah. M what, what kind of animal was it? A mammoth, a woolly a mammoth. mammoth, like an extinct mammoth. Yeah, wh where does that go? Wh where is that on the list of problems that need to get solved? Here's what, here's what the founder says. Uh, it doesn't mean that you can't eat it, but because this protein is literally 4,000 years old, we haven't seen it for a very, very long time. It means that we would want to put it through seriously rigorous testing like we do with any product that we want to bring to market. So they're seriously talking about bringing in like mammoth burgers to market. Can you uh, imagine that? Yeah, I can't imagine that, Johnny. They want to see insects. Why wouldn't mammoth meat be? This on the was list? like when I went to space camp and they had space dots for the first time. Nobody knew what those were yet, and you got to eat them before anybody else in the country. Yeah, and then now they're everywhere. Do you mammoth feel like meat. you were like an experiment monkey? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I did that make that did make you want to poop more? It did, but I held it. I held it strong. Respect. Did you see this? Just Alex Stein just posted this. He's so funny. Just look, look at oh, this. Oh yeah, dude. I love this. Did you see this? He's it, so funny. He's the bro. best man. He's always doing stuff. He's just always got something going. Look at this. This is his wife hey guys, it's and me, her boyfriend. And they're doing a gender reveal. <laughs> just found out uh, we're pregnant. Dontarius is the father, and we're here to do the gender reveal. So, twist it, honey. God, so what is Rambo? That means the baby's non binary! Oh! 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 <laughs> I love that guy, man. He's so good, dude. Isn't he the best? Yeah, it's just crazy. Have you seen him go to those trans like? Oh, uh, and they just like spit on him, and, and they uh, touch him, and I'm like, it's they, like yeah, they're it's hypocrites. Like, it's it, it's like when a tiny woman hits a big guy, and we all just go, oh, you can get away with that because of the power dynamic here, and if that ever switched, you would be annihilated. Oh, forget it. Oh, you'd be destroyed. Yeah. Have it's you over. seen the video where like the trans person comes up, and goes, "This is what a woman's nipple looks like," and then. Does the biggest, like, gay punch in the world. Right? That sounds fabulous, though. And then he goes after them, and the cops protect the trans. Is it Stein? No, no, oh, it's okay. something else. But it's, it's just like, this is where we're at right now. There is an invisible hand, thumb on the scale. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everything has this, like, uh, weird calculus that yeah, goes into yeah, it that yeah, is completely yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Did you see... Have you been watching Mandalorian? I have. Did you see? Okay, did you watch the episode where uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, is thinking back to what happened? Uh, yeah, and when, he's having flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, having flashbacks. Okay, so did you know the, the Jedi who saved him? Do you know who that actor is? No, this is one of my favorite things. So that actor is the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, really? In the prequels. And he was devastated by the feedback from that. Oh, I'm so sorry. So John Favreau and those guys were like, you know what? Let's give this guy something cool that, that he can hang so his hat cool. on in Star Wars. And they made him this badass Jedi that just cuts down all these uh, clone troopers. And oh, that's cool. Isn't that great? Let's get his name. Let's Ahmed give him a Best. shot. Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best? Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best. Yeah. 
Well, he was great in it. He was good, yeah. And that's the guy right there. Do you think they'll bring him back on other things? I hope so. I mean, he's part of the... Uh, good for him. He's part of the, was uh, great in that. Yeah, that he was, was fantastic. I just I'm see sorry they that they quick. didn't like his character. But the character was it, awful. It, it was terrible. Yeah, but and he was, you know, he was his feelings were hurt by that. And here he is being a badass and uh I want to be a clip. Jedi so bad. Oh, dude, it's the best like superpower to have. That's so cool. Like they bro. just made him a pure badass. That's so They cool. call him uh that Jedi, his nickname was the Saber. John Favreau's cool even though I had a weird moment with him on stage. I know he's given Tate Fletcher a lot of work. Our friend Tate Fletcher. Uh, Tate's in. Uh, Tate's one of the. He's in every episode. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of he's the. Paz uh, Vizsla, the yeah, big ass. Uh, yeah, the big guy. And, you know, and here's a quick sneak peek of Conspiracy Social Club. Enjoy. You simply are crazy if you believe that the deep state, that the CIA and the FBI or whoever, anybody in the government, actually has anything to do with, and has orchestrated any, any. Mass shooting. You're crazy. It's never happened. There is no one in the deep state that is responsible for things that happen like Vegas, like Nashville, and like all these other tragedies, like Sandy Hook. Yeah. What? And what? anyone That's... who thinks otherwise is at, you're oh, Brian, actually and, and crazy. What? Brian, you're you're totally well within your right to hold that yes. painfully myopic viewpoint. No. <laughs> But what the fuck are you? But well, you're not allowed to be galvanizing his point of view. No, I just you're supposed to be an impartial judge, sorry. and you just you just literally showed us that the fix is in, and your fucking bias is flaring. Read the comments, Brian. Everyone said it they is go amazing. Two on one however, this episode. is two on one here. It's been two on one from day one, <laughs> episode two hundred twenty nine, and I and I am like like. A Spartan at the gates of Thermopylae. Yeah. <laughs> Where you, are you? You pagans. Thermometer? You, you Persian, all due respect to Iranians who are Shia Muslim. Who are but you? There's the camera there. You ancient pagan Persians are trying to get through the hot gates. And I want everyone who's watching to know that I will stand firm. Yeah, but I will stand firm. And I will take their slings and arrows. <laughs> and if I die, I die holding the hot gates. I die forward i do not die on my back i will die on my face in because denial. i will charge in denial i will continue to fight yeah. i will continue to fight like hell yeah i am your vengeance Brian, this is Brian i Knight. am your bulwark the government cares for you <laughs> that's right that's right i'm just getting lit up with a bukkake of arrows i'm dealing with no, a, it's not from the no government. i'm dealing with a bukkake of misinformation malinformation and and what's the other one yeah, uh, misinformation. Okay, you already said it. Uh, well, I just wanted to try to reel you back in with this Thank one you. last thing. Thank and you. Uh, that was very, very poetic, but spoiler alert, the Persians win. <laughs> I know they do. Um, but but I, you're just outnumbered. Yeah. I'm aware, but then Athens came in and defeated the Persians. That's true, yeah. Okay, okay, and, okay, and, okay. Yeah, the point right. is that the government's behind all this. So I do think it's a little bit odd that these two security guards go on the Ellen DeGeneres show to break down what happened that day that has sacred numerology kind of imbued in the actuality of it. But so, she should have played Pinocchio. I don't know why I said that, but I just thought she'd be, she would have been, they could animate her. She looks um, like. Brian, what? Pinocchio. Can we just take a look at this? <laughs> what? And, uh, just, I just said it. Just take a look. That's what you got out of this? Yeah. Okay. She looks like. Uh, Here we go. She looks very thin. 
I just found out some really disturbing Ooh, I love this about guy. Ellen Degenerate, and I'm not worried about her weird satanic sweatshirt. But as we watch this video, the camera creeps inside of her house, and you can see that weird evil thoughts picture. I look up the artist, and he's into some really satanic stuff. And that's not even the weird thing. Look at this picture of Ellen sitting inside of her home. This is the picture right behind her. And see those letters on the top of the picture? These are the same letters that you write out during spirit cooking. Look at this picture of her cutting her mother's hair. Look at that picture above her head. It looks like a kid's drawing of someone being tortured or something. I just... Sam, yeah, Sam, I mean, Brian. Sam. Sam. Brian, you gotta stop you see that thing right there? That's Sam, called frazzle drip. You have that to picture. stop getting your information from TikTok. All right, guys, real quick before we're done, we want to tell you about all of our affiliates. It's a great way to support the show. Uh, as you know, uh, fiat money is chaos. Okay, fractional reserve banking, dangerous. The best way to get out of it is precious metals, in particular, silver and gold, silver and gold. And that's why we're working at Wise Wolf, okay? Wise Wolf, silver and gold. Just go to samtriplee.com or samtriplee.gold, and you could join. And uh, the, he's hooking you up. They got great pro. They, you can either buy single time or you can sign up for their program where you can buy up to $500 a month. I'm doing it. I hope you can, too. We also have... Everybody at Eagle Research, that's right, Eagle Research, AquaCure Mobile Model AC50 Brown Gas, Hydrogen Brown Gas. Uh, the guy who makes it says it's secure. People are using it. Check it out. Just go there, use the, the, the promo code Tin foil hat, three words, and get a discount. Go back to the main page, Sam Tripoli. You will get, uh, yeah, you get a discount with the promo code TINFOIL. And then our good friends over at HaleyRayCrystalShop.com. Go to the promo code is Swarm15. Swarm 15, 15, get 15% off all your crystals, all your quartz, all uh, you name it. What do we got here? Look at all this stuff. All this stuff. All the best. You can do it right there. It's all part of the best crystal shop on the internet. Jewels, bracelets, clusters, you name it. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Candles. You name it. You got it. Swarm 15. Thank you for supporting the show. We love you. And uh, thank you so much for your support. Hey, what's up, you stoners? Here's a quick, quick little clip of We Don't Smoke the Same. Check it out. I just think it's fucked up that men only really have one option when it comes to getting a bitch pregnant. Got one option, really. Condom. That's it. Not really. That's it. Did no, you hear the good? No. Did you out. hear the good news? And abstinence. Those did you hear the good options. news though? Yeah, that it's coming, but it's still a trial run. Females no, have, no, no. It's, it's 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 like next year. You're looking at it. You could buy it, dude. Females have so many options. But but think if, of, if a female tells you you have to wear a condom, what do we always do? Wear a fucking exactly. condom. Not would once have I been like, would you have a fucking bitch? No, would you would you have more? No. Would you have more empathy? Towards a woman, like, cause don't get me wrong, like sometimes I feel like as men we take that birth control shit like lightly, but that shit has repercussions. Like this is the reason your bitch acts up sometimes. Okay. This is the reason your bitch starts crying because you tell her like, hey, like you know, I said a certain word a little bit louder than I should have, and she's like, stop, okay, stop crying. But, but like for real, like certain shit like that, like, but from. no, no, yeah, but I'm saying like, it's would you suck. have more empathy if you let's just say Xavier is like, oh, I still want to live that bachelor life, male birth control? You just tell a bitch, don't worry about it. I'm on the fucking pill. I could just you shoot up the club every night, bam, 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 just shooting up nuts every night. This is blanks. But then you start seeing the repercussions that two days out of the fucking, no, dude, two I've days out of the fucking month, you're just you're shout out to females that are on birth control. You're Bill Dultrying him. If, 
you're, if you're a female, no, you can blank that out. But I'm saying like uh, two two days out of the month, you're Bill Dolchering him. You're just sad, no, if, depressed. No, I don't blame him, dude. I said it. Any girl who takes birth control, if that shit makes you fat, if that makes you your hormones out of place, shout out to you for taking it for your man for busting nuts in you. And you better be busting a lot of nuts in you if you're doing that. That's why my girl be getting mad sometimes, bro. I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day. Girls have a lot of control about when they get pregnant. <laughs> Girls have a lot of control about when they get pregnant. But he got a condom is some bullshit, though, bro. It's like, a major bullshit. Yeah, like that's, that's your only option. That's, like, have you? Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Let, let's, out, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Condom suck. No, no. I mean, besides condoms, <laughs> have you ever put a condom and then se te va las ganas? Germany, you read a book? Did you go to high school? Yeah, bro, but <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Yes. And you went to Pearl Harbor. Do you know what happened with Pearl Harbor? I know, I know what happened with Pearl Harbor. These fools were sleeping and these fools just started dumping on Middle them. Middle of the night, dog. Yeah. They came in hot. <laughs> Japan they, Japan woke up a sleeping dragon. That's what Dude, they you say that in no, the movie. But, but, that, but that shit is, that shit the balls, though, bro. Dude. Like the balls to really be like, nah, it's cool. We got this. I'm like, fool, do you know who just who you, who, yeah. who you and, just bombed? And the, the United States did not want to go into this war. They were like, we're fucking... They're like, look, like, fool, we didn't want to bomb the like, shit, but now we got to flex. Yeah, yeah, flex hard, Who was president at that time? Who authorized uh, it? Fucking FDR. Roosevelt, I'm pretty sure. Damn. Yeah. Really? I'm I don't think sure. it was Roosevelt. I think no, you're wrong about not. that. Maybe was, Eisenhower? I don't know, man. Whoever it was, that fool was no punk bitch. I'll tell you that much. That fool fucking said, nah. Drop the fucking nuke, bro. He was that's that's man, man. That's the Trump. That's, that's the balls, Trump of dog. that era. That's the Trump of that era, bro. Okay, so according to the Google search, we got Franklin D. Roosevelt, yeah, FDR, and Harry S. Truman. Yep, Harry S. Truman died. Harry S. Truman died no. or passed away. And then FDR, and FDR took over. No, 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 no. FDR, no. FDR died first, and then Harry S. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you might be right. Everything's in like reverse that. with you, huh? Green. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know. Shit. ESL doesn't. Uh, yeah. The ESL doesn't, doesn't stand as. It doesn't just stand for English. It's the second language. Xavier is everything. Second language. Everything. History, yeah, everything. bro. But I Numbers. Stuff. Fucking air, like sides. <laughs> yeah. Xavier, is there a conspiracy theory on FDR's? Um, the, the deal. Remember, he had a deal. That fool was an American man, bro. Straight up, that fool was a. He was a. He like he Great preserved parks. He was a grizzly man, bro. Well, well, the conspiracy. The only conspiracy I know is that we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Aaron, this is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack.